warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am Emperor. Woohoo! Celebration of mediocrity. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. From the shores of Lake Erie to the banks of the mighty Cuyahoga River, live from Cleveland, Ohio, USA, this is the Emperor's Court on Verse World Productions, VTWProductions.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Mystic Mim. That's me. Well, you're better looking than Highlander, I'll give you that. I do have better assets to look at. That's true. One of your assets, however, is not speaking loudly, soft-spoken that you are. And she's like literally like half an inch from the microphone. I'm less than half an inch from the microphone. Yeah, your nose is right against the pop shield. It's kind of funny. Ladies and gentlemen. Ow. See? Now imagine how bad it is on there when they had speakers going. Highlander is 15 minutes away. Uh, my apologies. Actually, I need to adjust my mic level because we have these new uh, uh, mic stands. Hang on, hang on. No, not that one. Quiet. Other one. Shut up. Stop pushing that. Shut your hole. No. You're a fill-in host. Act like it. Go ahead and talk. See if that talk! No. All right. Let's see if that helps. Uh, this is very unprofessional, but I'm going to get paid, so. I'm a reluctant what the hell? show host. You're reluctant. reluctant to- okay. Talk. No. Oh, all right. So apparently we have the mic vibes, and No Wise is now deaf, which doesn't help for his show next week, or tomorrow. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we have a whole range of topics to get to this evening. Yes, Mystic Mim? No, go ahead. It's I'm, not... I'm, I'm used to being talked over. It, oh, wow. I'm used to being guilt-tripped over stupid stuff. Listen to this. It's not polite to interrupt the host when he's giving his opening monologue. You are the... Okay, listen. Unlike our marriage, I actually rule the roost on this show. So you have to follow my lead. No. You are the co-host. You are no. the wing woman. You I'm get to talk. When, you get to talk. I'm the wife I, now. I get to talk whenever I want. <laughs> right, because that was never this case over the last 11 years, was it? 10 years. Our anniversary is coming up in June. Mm. Can you believe that? It's four months away. I, my God. It just seems like we got married four like months? yesterday. Well, today is what? February? We got married in June. Yeah. 
So there you go. Glad you can count. Yeah, I can. Mystic Mim is uh, feeling a little down, a little rundown. I should say she's been painting the Princess Imperial's room. Although I did help with that yesterday. But she you had to do the second you, coat all by herself. two walls. I, I did, did three trim, walls. I did, you did two, two and a half walls. Two walls. Two and a half walls, and you did the trim. And okay, then you, so okay. you got to paint it eight times. There's right. four walls. Did you work today? That's eight. Did you work today? So no. I painted, essentially. I'm the man. I'm bringing home the bacon. I worked overtime. I put uh-huh. it, do you know I put in over 100 hours the last two weeks combined? It's going to be a nice fat paycheck. Thank you. See, it's a golf clap. Fuck you. <laughs> just, anyway. <laughs> I can't wait for Valentine's Day in two days. <laughs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we have a range of topics to get you this evening. Um, programming note, don't forget, I believe, No Wise and Alpha Geek Radio will be interviewing on February the 13th. We've been uh, running this promotion, and I believe it's on the front page of the website. At least it was. If you go to vtwproductions.com, you'll see that the Paul and Storm, uh, the co-founders of Wootstock, will be on the uh, Alpha Geek interviews with No Wise. That is February 13th. Please throw in your questions to him. Submit them. Stay required. I did three, two and a half. <laughs> uh, my room says anniversary is going to last three months like the wedding break did. The wedding break was not three months. I got married, what, June 5th? And then I came back the first or second week of July. We had stuff going on, and there was a honeymoon involved, and the hell with all of you. So, my God, you people complain, oh, he was gone for four shows. I apologize. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, here's how you can get in the conversation. Here's how you can get in touch with the guys. Send an email to them at emperor1g at cox.net or join us in IRC at irc.quakenet.org in channel VTW. Actually, I could have just had you read that like live rather than have to press the button. No. Why is it, Mystic Mim, that guys always have to go way out of their way, go way overboard for Valentine's Day, and women don't? We really get the shaft in this case. For those who don't know, and here's a fair warning, uh, in two days' time, on Monday, it's St. Valentine's Day. So, guys out there, if you have not gotten your woman something extraordinary, your time is running out. I asked for a power drill. Oh, I'll give you a power drill. <laughs> yeah that's what she said <laughs> you did i sure did didn't i but it's yeah there is no echo echo there is no echo uh now she can calculate how much you run up in your credit card thanks santa no i just i mean if you think about it you should make the drop-ins live since she's on the radio. I should. No, but think about it. If you, I mean, the guys always have to go, you need chocolates, you need cards, you got a romantic music, you've got to get flowers. And, and it, what it, does the girl do? It's been 11 years. Expect, I don't expect that. <laughs> and yet I do it every year, don't I? Yes, you do. That's right. You do right by me. That but yeah, I don't, damn right. I don't ask And for what it. do I get? A home-cooked meal and a cake. Which I should get every night. Oh, I don't think so. I didn't know this microphone extended to the kitchen. Apparently it did, because here you are. Don't hurt me. Please don't hurt me. Okay, now I want diamonds. <laughs> Diamond yeah, bracelets. A married shoes. man's universe revolves mostly around that. Yes, I, I see. No wise, like we even bought our front page for God's sake. There's like frilly if you look at it, there's like pink and red hearts and the verse of the world logos and all in pink. See, that's what I'm talking about. Guys, I mean, we get the shaft on this thing. We don't get dick. I mean, well, I mean, you get you get what I mean. You know where I'm going with this. Now, in my case, I get a usually a very extraordinary meal. But for most guys, I mean, you get nothing. You, if anything, it's expected. And each year, 
you end up having to outdo yourself from the previous year. And it just gets more and more difficult. It's a hassle. It's a pain in the ass. And we get nothing out of it. It's, it's basically it's a holiday for guys to do something to girls or for girls. And it's kind of funny. Uh, what was it Friday? I was working and some guy, well, I was talking to a couple of my coworkers about this very thing about uh, Valentine's Day. And one of my buddies asks me all the time. It's kind of like a running joke where I have to. Uh, in fact, I'm going to show a picture of this to Mystic Mim here, who actually knows what I'm, who I'm talking about. Asks me every day for like a history moment of the day when I kind of give him a history fact. He's like, and that's pretty much the only thing I take home with me every night. So hang on, I'm going to pull up a picture of this. Uh, this is the condition that he was in today when he came into work. It's funny as hell. Uh, <laughs> he's so pissed. Hang on, I'm going to show her. <laughs> Nice. So when he went to the bathroom to um, throw up because he came with a horrendous hangover, I mean, he was like as pale as like yeah, ever calling. Wow, yeah. yeah. He's in bad shape. Anyways, he came back. Bad. Uh, that's from uh, uh, Pete's Paul or uh, uh, phone camera. So he sent it to all of us there, and we all admitted our desktop. <laughs> you guys are dicks. <laughs> yeah, we were. Poor Paul. I took Emma's paint and made a little caption <laughs> coming from his mouth. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, he was he was really under the weather. He ended up going home early, but uh, anyway, so we're talking about this very thing about it. Same Valentine's Day is kind of a is more of a guy holiday for women than than vice versa. And some guy comes walking by and he stops, and I have no idea who this guy is in the office. Never seen him before. He's like, "What?" Same Valentine's Day wasn't because I was telling you about the history of Saint Valentine's Day, where it's you know the, this Catholic priest was martyred in the two hundreds A.D. because he was marrying people in secret that he wasn't supposed to, according to the law. You mean like gay marriage? No, no. Anyway, so this guy walks by. He's like, "What?" Oh, the Valentine's Day is about a bunch of wops that got they got whacked in a warehouse. What the hell are you talking about? No. And he just walked away. I, I mean, everybody's just kind of like, wow, struck dumb. Like, what? What kind of moron? What is the hell he? was that? Yeah, it was just a bunch of wops that got whacked in a warehouse, and he walked on. Like, uh. And then we all started laughing. It was, just, I mean, this. Or that really is loud laugh. True. Well, it was the same Valentine's Day massacre, on but Valentine's Day. Yes. yeah, no, that's that wow. was good. That's balls. <sighs> me, Emperor worked a hundred hours last year. Yes, last year. Nonetheless, is this one of the few times I'm happy I'm single? Uh, have you ever not been single? None left. I was pretty sure it was just you shacking up with a kangaroo or koala or both. I guess that's the Australian version of a threesome: a koala bear, you, and a kangaroo. Uh, so a whole bunch of topics tonight. Highlander is on his way. He's about 10 minutes out. Um, trying to think of, oh, usually there's a whole bunch of filler and crap we go through. Like the first half hour is kind of a wash. We don't even actually get to the articles. We're too busy getting through our lives, which is kind of weird. If you think about it, we don't talk about ourselves a great deal. It's usually in vague terms. You know, for instance, most people still don't know my first name, which is actually uh, by design, but don't you dare. Anyways, so Mystic Mim, what do you have implanned for my valentine's day present i'm going to ply you with many delicious confectionery delights Ooh, i see we got our word of the day calendar yes such as cake and you don't know do frosting you? <laughs> wow thanks dear and, and i don't know i haven't figured what's it out the entree there. is there an appetizer and entree like there last will year be plenty of chicken wings much, much meat to be masticated yes that's a double entendre. It is. I applaud it. <laughs> uh, 
this all stems from a few years ago. She actually made me chicken wings, I, I fried wings, and then she went and got like sauce from one of the uh, the places around here. Was it like I think it was BW three at the you time. You tell it poorly, but fine. Then you tell it, oh lore master. I made my room into like a little kind of like. This is years ago when we first started dating. Like it years was like ago. the second year we were dating. Yeah, so it's like nineteen eighty. Brought something. up a small table, candlelight, made you a cake. Put little sweethearts on it that we never ate. It was like a, I think it was a carrot cake. Yeah, uh, yes, it was. And I put twinkle lights up on the walls and hang up a banner. It was all very gay. Tablecloth, the whole thing. And I brought champagne glasses, but we drank root beer. <laughs> I don't of, drink. Sorry. So yeah. Hey, that was darn good root beer. It was good root beer. See? I got the good stuff. I think it was IBC. No, it wasn't IBC. Yes, it was. Are you sure? Yes, it was. Well, whatever. Uh, it was root beer, and it was good. And the wings were fantastic, uh, which is weird considering if you think about it. No offense to you, but you make wings once in a while. You would think that a company like Baldwin, you know, Buffalo Wild Wings or Quaker Steak and Lube, which you know, My pretty much oil is cleaner. I think that's probably it. I mean, that's all they do all day, every day, and it's the same sauce. And yours tasted far better, which is why I kind of buck her every year when we get around this time. Like, psst, you know, hey, psst, psst, time for you know some wings. Wink, wink. So, really stuff. If we. Donate money. We got to know your name. Oh, Manly. That's right. I, I, I'm glad you bring that up, Manly stuff. I was going to wait till Highlander was here to give the final amount. Um, and I may end up taking back these mic stands. I'm not entirely sold on them, and I, I did make sure to ask. I what, like them. What the rule was? Except when I smacked my face on. Well, them. yeah, but I made sure to ask what the rule was. Okay, that can't be found. Try again. What the rule was for returning them if I don't particularly like them. And apparently I can return them for any reason and then get ones that I actually like. So I end up actually may end up doing that. Uh, one second. I want to pull up. I got a, actually another donation today, which I think covered the amount that I was still short. The donation drive is over, ladies and gentlemen. So, okay, it's very unprofessional Hello. to yawn on the air. Go I'm pass sleeping. out somewhere else. Um, so, yes, we have all the money we need for. In fact, we may have a couple dollars extra. We may have four or five dollars extra, which we'll I buy tacos with. Eh, well, I'm not going to spend money on tacos, but I don't really know what to do with it. To but be I like tacos. So, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you we very know much. You and like tacos? I like a taco, yes. And when you're not home, that noise. Anyways, so I want to thank us, thank you donors, uh, for sending in the money to get us the mic stands. Uh, phenomenal. We did this in basically a week. We had half of the stuff by the end of the show last week. At okay, am I still broadcasting? Can you guys hear me? Because it looks like things are dropping left and right. Uh, IRC has kicked me out, so I don't know if it's IRC. All right, so apparently I'm still on Ventrilo. The guys can hear me. I think Mechawk and uh, none left are in there. So let me hit back in. All right, so I, I guess it must have been some kind of server split. I don't know. Okay, so I'm back in. Hang on, let me authorize myself. But I did want to thank everybody who donated. That's huge. You guys came through in a big way again. Don't eat from Taco Bell Emp. Yeah, I, I know, Mias. I, I heard that there's a lawsuit going about their beef because apparently the beef isn't real. Uh, it's only like of the 100% meat they use, only 35% is beef. The rest of it's filler and other stuff. It makes me question it. Zana says, ha Amp, I don't know why you're complaining about the yawning and coughing compared to Baron's burping. That's nothing. That's true. The beef is a lie. Yes, the beef is a lie. So, God, okay, see, IRC really filled up. There was like eight people in here when I first logged in about an hour ago. Now the place is like jammed. 
I like this. I like that. But huge ups to all the uh, donors. And who was the last one just came in? Let me take a look. I know Martyrdom uh, shelled out some big bucks uh, earlier in the week. He was, I thought, the last donor. Uh, hang on. Uh, all right. I guess I've... Okay. Doesn't give me a name as to who it is. Mr. Paul Hudson. I like to give credit where credit is due. Apparently has shelled out some bucks and donated. He will be the last. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not want any more of your money. My great appreciation, but uh, we have everything we need now to get the mic stands and the new cord for the third mic. Actually, I can go out and get a third mic stand for the third mic. You know, once we have the room, in fact, Mystic Mim has been, and I have been talking about this. Uh, now that basically we're going to set up in our basement as we play. Good Lord. Anyways, we're going to have, why do you do that? I like being distracted. It's you've completely derailed my train of thought. What were you saying? Actually, not derailed a train of thought. It simply switched tracks. Anyhow. Pardon me while I whip these out. So <laughs> in the basement, I'm going to be setting up, because uh, we've got plenty of room down there. I can actually have three microphones set up at all times, and I plan on having people like Legal Tender over. Baron's going to stop in. I want Varyar to come over since he's out this way. Desperado is in the neighborhood. He's only, I think, two, what, two cities over. So we may have a, a, a laundry list of different guests coming through to sit in here with me and Highlander. And it might be kind of fun and interesting. Yeah, you got to be. That's why I was telling you about. We got to get a different table. This thing's kind of rickety, and that's why that thing keeps. You got to tighten the microphone there. I did. Yeah, and that's the issue. Is because these microphones are so nice, they're exceptionally heavy. Very heavy. So that's kind of the drawback. We needed something that was sturdy enough to actually hold them in place. So that you know. Onan says, "Shame, Empire's going to donate tomorrow." Well, Onan, I appreciate the thought and save the money for the next time something comes up. Um, I. Donate a bottle of premium malt for Baron. Yeah, you could do that. The Baron Blitz, and we ever get around to it, you guys can get them slaughtered. I wouldn't mind something. <sighs> That's right. I forgot you're a My bit of a lush, too. My favorite is tequila and vodka. Or leafer milch. That's a light wine. Or any of the Gettysburg <laughs> wines. If Baron, He was on the show two weeks ago. I like Patron. So, <sighs> Grey Goose. Yeah, well, you're going to need donations. I sure like buying you. The cheap stuff gives you just as drunk as the good stuff, and it all tastes like garbage anyways. No, yes. the cheap stuff yeah, gives no. me a hangover. The good stuff just makes me drunk. I'll have to ask Paul. He looks like he would have an uh, expert opinion on that. Anyways, one other program you know before we get into the meat of things. The Highlander has arrived. Get the Jeez. hell out, bitch. You're out of here. Security. Fuck you and the horse. <laughs> <you're already laughs> oh, you should buy yourself a horse here. Anywho, um... Thank you, Mr. Wim, for uh, sitting in. I appreciate it. She likes These are to kiss me now. fine but... mic stands, I got to tell you. Yes, they are. Although, god damn, we're booming. Okay. <laughs> it went from, you're going to have to adjust that microphone to you. I, yeah. I, adjust I told my parents one ah! thing. They had Too to, loud. They used my car to Too go loud. shopping. Too loud. Hang on, I got I to. Gotta... Uh, you can loosen the thing there, and that way it... Oh, yeah, okay, like a little... Yes, uh, yes. Oh, look at that. It's got a little lever and everything. Patron is expensive shit. Yeah, no, that's what I'm That's what I'm telling you. If she wants it, it's going to have to be donations. All right. All so right. It, it's going to take a second while he adjusts his microphone. Here, to get, yes. Yeah. I am taller. All right. How Do we need to kick it to a quick music break while you adjust this thing? Is that what we need to do here? I think we're good. How's okay. that? Is that good? That's fine. I mean, you could raise it up a little higher. Just no, I'm, I'm okay right now. God, you're really loud. Right, really? Right. I'm, I'm not even talking loudly. Yeah, I know it's that, but that. the microphones are, are that much better because the mic stands, and you don't have your headphones on. Trust me, I do, and everybody else does, and they're bleeding now. 
I'll talk like this the whole time. How's that? Actually, how about I get up and actually figure out your mic? Hang on. All right. I'll just keep talking. So anyway, what happened, guys, is my parents decided to take my car to go shopping. Now, of course, they could have done this all day. They had all day to do it, but no, they waited until 4.30 p.m. to do it. So, of course, I tell them, I tell them the one thing, like, look, I, I, I got to leave by 5.30 to get to Emperor's house. Obviously, I didn't use the word Emperor. And they're like, no problem. Okay, we'll be back by 5.30. Well, add about 25 minutes to that. They got home at 5.55. Well, they need to get their own car fixed, so they had to start borrowing yours. Right. Anyway. Exactly. Okay. Comes through clear. The quality is much better already. Excellent. Yeah, I just had to tone it down. That's why I said with these new mic stands, we usually have to kind of hunch over, but now we can actually sit back a little bit. Yeah. And, and we I can think probably, probably in our first break, I'll probably adjust it a little more to make it better, but this one, is pretty good right One now. thing you do have to worry about, and Mr. Can figure this out, is the end of that thing is actually kind of loose, so okay. it may flop. Gotcha. Once I, we I, actually I have try a, to tighten it a little right. bit. So. Once we actually have a table table, and Mr. Bim has said she's going to construct one for us, Ooh. I think that'll be better. This thing's on a cart table right now because we're still in the old house until we move everything over, which is coming along a bit. Uh, tomorrow we're going yeah, out for it? furniture. Oh, nice. And Mr. Bim nice. finished painting up uh, the Princess Imperial's room. Looks fantastic. Awesome. What, what, what color did you guys choose? The color of royalty. Purple? Purple. I don't know. Well, well like, like a lavender or a... That purple. <laughs> like that purple hands? under your yes. now. Awesome. Yeah, it's more like a what a plum. It's a very dark. Oh, it's a dark. I I, yes. I wouldn't expect a dark purple. Well, apparently it works. She likes it, so cool. we're going with it. So there you go. If everyone's happy. I'm happy. Anyways, so oh. Highlander. Yes, it's been one week since we were together last. <laughs> it's always been a week since we were together last. We never get together during the week. But of I, course, I look a lot we're different. Too busy. Mr. Kman, I got to yes. tell a quick story. It's kind of funny. Seems to be a bit uh, a, a bit lighter. So yes, you've, you've lost something. Well, I I. And it's never bothered me before this, and I, I know Mechawk's listening, he's going to give me some shit, because all the guys 1G do, uh, about my age, but a couple of her uh, co-workers, because we were at that dinner a couple weeks ago that we missed the show for, said that they believed I was significantly older to, than Mystic Mim, so... Oh, so you were robbing the cradle then, that's what they uh, Well, that's, you know, that was what I was led to believe, so instead, I shaved last night, and now okay. I have dropped 10 years. Nice. And look younger than I actually am, so... Yay. Trying to go the Will Riker route, trying to That's shave it off point. to make it look, uh, make exactly. look younger. And then when people realize that you're still looking like a douchebag, you go and work, <laughs> grow it back, and all of a sudden you're awesome again. I don't know. Jonathan Frakes just looks a lot better when he has facial hair. He I does. Yeah. I, I, I think it's just because that didn't you're, sound gay either. You're, you're used to it. That's all. It's, you saw him for so long with facial hair that when, you kind of got used to it. there's nothing there, you're like, oh, what's right. that? So, God, I like this. I can actually sit back in my command chair now and have, nice. actually have this thing in front of me. Swing. This uh, thing's heavy as hell, too. It was like six Well, uh, let, let me first say that our, our long national nightmare is over because the Cleveland Cavaliers won their game last night against the Los Angeles Clippers. I did see that we were the trending topic on uh, uh, Twitter. Yes. Yes, the running joke was the last time the Cavaliers won and then insert whatever funny quip <laughs> came up. Yes, I, I saw you know, a couple of those. Betty White was in first grade. Right, Last exactly. time the Cavaliers won, I, you know, it, Jesus walked really, the earth or whatever. Oh, that was, there was a really funny one that I can't remember. They're all funny. But, uh, now we're all, we're only tied with the record for the worst. Hey, that's good. That means we're not the status. worst. We're one of many. <laughs> uh, I, I was very disappointed. I was actually rooting for the streak. I was not. <clears throat> I was like, "Come on!" I got home from painting last night, and I'm sitting in the uh, driveway of the old house mm-hmm. with the last 40 seconds in overtime left. I'm like, "Yeah, we're gonna win this thing." <laughs> no way! It's our uh, way to champions. Jamison hit it for three. I'm like, "Yeah, our ninth win of the season." <laughs> Took overtime, but we got it. And now, now we'll be on to our next uh, losing streak, probably. 
Anyways, um, so yes, thank you again for the donations. Uh, we top yes, dear. Take it off. All right, thank you, Mr. Holy Pim. smokes! I'm looking at some of these donations. Yes. Um, I'm sure they don't want to us to. Well, I didn't give out. The, I didn't say how much they. I the just amounts, gave out the names. There are Correct. some very large amounts there. Let me see. Right. So, yeah, they they made up exactly. Actually, we probably have three or four dollars more than we need. Oh. Wow. Um, they only had two microphone stands of the kind I wanted, so I had to go back and buy a third, and I okay. had to buy the a new replacement wire for the third mic because the one is the one that made it scratching sound. Oh, okay. That horrible right, thing anybody's right. ears bleed. So where did you get these specifically? Guitar Center. Guitar Center? Actually, everything you see here is from Guitar Center. Wow. It's the only place in the Cleveland area that actually had stuff we needed for this particular project. Really? Yes. Go figure. Yeah. I did not know. Microphones, the cords, the box, everything. And I, I tried to pattern my system, my setup after what Gnomewise and the Casually Hardcore crew use uh-huh. with a couple minor adjustments. Of so course. essentially that's what we're using. Sounds good to me. And that everything you good. see here is funded almost, I think like 95% of it is funded by our listeners. Between now and the donation drive we had a year and a half ago or two years ago. That's, it was. that's crazy. It, thank you guys It's so fantastic. Yeah. It's phenomenal. So, again, we thank you. I will be adding all the donate, uh, donors' names to the thank you thread in the forums. Um, anyways, the one thing i got to do, the one last remaining uh, programming note before we dive into the meat of things, 26 minutes into the show. If you go to the general forums on vtwproductions.com, you will see a series of stickied polls. We need you guys to vote in these. Now, what this is and what's going on are there are a, there's three polls up there, and I believe there's two more going up soon, where we're trying to gauge. In fact, let's go there right now. Yeah, Hunter hasn't I seen think, them. I know I haven't seen them. No. Uh, we have a gentleman where we asked to do some number crunching to get some perceptions from our listeners to see how they feel about various aspects of the show and the website. Uh-huh. So here's the first one, uh, staff poll. And it says, which show would be better served broadcasting as a video cast? And then each person actually gets three votes. Uh, that way you can check out more than one uh, show if you think that more than one would be a benefit. Checking the results, and Highlander don't say anything because we don't want to give the results. This is not a, you know, a popularity contest or anything. This is mainly for internal numbers to see how certain shows and how certain hosts are perceived. And that way we can make assumptions, we can make changes or alterations or continue to do something that's really working Based on that. Did anyone notice that uh, anonymous was uh, misspelled? Looks like anonymous. Okay. No, I did not. Okay. Just letting Uh, you guys know. In which format do you prefer to listen to VTW shows, live or podcast? And again, we look at the results. And it just went up, Hmm. I think, uh, either this morning or yesterday evening. I honestly don't quite remember. So, What what exactly is that poll supposed supposed to show? Really. Which people prefer is doing either listening to a podcast or actually listening to the show. Right, I, I, but since it's obvious that we would do both anyway. Our it, show it, it does. Not us. all shows do. Remember, not, not, not all shows do a podcast? Not all shows are live. Oh, Podcraft I is, see. Podcraft okay. pretty much is only download only. I did not Wipe, know Rinse, that. Repeats, download only. Uh, difficulty check, I believe, is podcast only. Oh. So, okay. and okay. And the last one is which show, and this is one I'm, I'm assuming we're going to have a lot of, of conversations over which uh-huh. show on VTW is the most interactive with its listeners, podcasters, and forum users. You only get one vote on that. And then every show on these is listed. Right. So then, again, we just need you guys to vote. It's very important. It, essentially, it's marketing research when you get right down to it. And, again, that's on the VTW general forums, general discussion on the VTW production forums. So check it out. Go there, please, and vote. 
and vote honestly. Trust me, this really helps us, but sure. only if you're telling us exactly what, you know. Yes, don't don't be goofy and screw around. Right, just tell us what it is and be done with it. Let's check out the chat video real quick, see if anybody's on here. The last couple of weeks, there hasn't been many people on here. I'm guessing it's just not cool anymore. Yep. Yeah. There's yeah. like not a soul on not here. Not a soul. Right. Wow. Oh, well. Everybody's so in IRC. dozens to nothing. Oh, well. Well, IRCs are friggin' full. Yes, it is very full. Fred says, wipe, rinse, repeat is actually live on Mondays. Okay, I thought it was podcast only. My apologies. I listen to pretty much. I listen to all the shows only on podcast only because of my schedule. I don't listen to any of them live. Right. Well, that's that's the joy of podcast. Right. You can listen to it when you want to listen to it. The only one I actually ever catch is um, Go Hex occasionally with the uh, World Strikes Back only because he's on right before us. Oh, okay. So I, sometimes I'll, I'll catch him. What's my PayPal address? My PayPal address is emperor1gacox.net. Although, you don't have to donate anything, guys. We've got what we need. Anyways, we have a list of topics here this evening, Highlander. I know you sent in a bunch. I had a couple I had myself. And, of course, our show contributor, none left, chucked in a bunch. So, Fantastic. Which one do we want to do first? Well, how about this one? This one I thought was kind of interesting. And I know that Microsoft had to deal with this earlier. Uh, this is one of the ones you sent in, I believe? No. No, okay. No. This must be one of none left's. Uh, Activision Blizzard loses EU court challenge to antitrust fine. So you go ahead and rein this. My uh, voice is going here. An Activision Blizzard Incorporated unit lost a bid to have the European Union's highest court reduce an antitrust fine levied on a cartel involving Nintendo. The European Court of Justice, the 27-nation EU top tribunal, today dismissed the appeal, ruling that the documents EU regulators had relied on constituted sufficient evidence of the existence of an agreement between Activision Blizzard and Nintendo, which was contrary to EU, EU law. The European Commission, the EU antitrust agency, fined Nintendo and seven distributors 167.8 million euros, which is the equivalent of 228 million bucks, wow. for colluding between 1991 and 1998 to raise prices of games and consoles. Nintendo won an appeal to the EU's second highest court in 2009, all right, so, cutting its fine. So basically, uh, they were all colluding with each other to raise the price. All right, so the this is more of an Activision and Nintendo thing. Blizzard, the name just kind of tossed in there since the merger. Right, yeah, Blizzard has nothing to do with it. Right, consoles, because this took yeah. place between 91 and 98. Blizzard was a, an independent company at that time. Right. Um, this is kind of interesting, and I know the Europeans have really smacked down on monopolies a lot more than we have here in the States, ironic as it is, since we really started the antitrust thing first. Right, um, and I really I know that they went after Microsoft before over the uh, uh, Internet Explorer and, and Netscape and the rest of that yes. and their their marketing tactics. I, I'm I'm not surprised to find out that Nintendo was colluding, and you got to wonder if they were doing something similar in the United States, where they were trying to drive up the cost of of consoles and games. When you look at the consoles today, and they're four or five six hundred bucks when they first come out, I know they're like three hundred now sure, or whatever. Sure. Yeah, you can really got a question. You got to start and think. You know, I wonder. It's like the oil companies. I can't believe that everybody's selling oil at the exact same amount of money. You know, there's four different stations on four corners of an intersection. They all got the same price. You right. Think somebody would undercut somebody by a penny or two to get the business, mm-hmm. but they don't. But they don't. So here we have Nintendo, and apparently Activision, which is one of their distributors, one of seven, but it doesn't list the rest of them. No. I mean, that's, that's you know, so they're, a little smack to the pee-pee there. $228 million, that's, that's a lot of cash. That's a lot of cash, yeah. I, I, I can't say I'm too surprised either. Uh, I've I've read over the years Nintendo's uh, you know tactics on how to make sure. Like for example, the uh, the whole third party thing with Nintendo that if you if if you tried to sell your game on another system, you'd right. be blocked out of Nintendo. You wouldn't be able to sell your game on, on Nintendo. Right. That oh, went on for. Yeah. A, I think that was actually one of the stupid video game moments if I remember. Correctly. Actually, I think Might it was. Been. But do we have a stupid video game moment? The we week? Do, we we do indeed. It's actually ten of them. I actually ten found, of them. I found an article. 
okay. listing stupid video game moments around uh, more along the lines of what you were originally thinking it was. Oh, okay. Like things like people doing stupid things right. with games. So that's what it's going to be. It's going to be more like an article. All right, so we're, we're lifting somebody else's. We're plagiarizing somebody else's work. Absolutely. Awesome. Oh, that's Absolutely. fine. At least we're being honest enough front yeah. telling you, hey, we're stealing somebody else's shit. Yeah, I found that I, when I usually look around for you know stupid stuff, I happen to come across the article. I thought, oh, let's just do the article. Screw it. Martyrdom says, Total Biscuits IRC is also populated by the quarter million people following him. Martyrdom says, compared to the majority of people that listen to EC on podcasts rather than a live show. Well, yeah, that's true. Our, our numbers, you know what? I don't think that's ever really going to change. I think the vast majority of people are always going to listen on a podcast. That's just... Right. You know, that's just the nature of the it, beast. It's just a matter of convenience. You don't have to, you know, stop your life and right. work it around one particular show. You can watch it whenever you want. I mean, we number the, the podcast in, in several thousands. You know, we uh, I can't get into actual numbers. If our stations are sized, even a little bigger, right. um, our live show is mm-hmm. probably the biggest. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, and that's here and <laughs> elsewhere, and there's other stations, not just, you know, the usual suspects, but other ones. And, and it's just... Again, this show is really geared for a live type audience. Now, granted, it's still very entertaining. And you don't really miss a whole lot on a podcast. But right, yeah. one of the video castings I think was kind of interesting was, and I'm looking at the results of different shows that might do better as a video cast, and I never right. really considered it. Um, I haven't really seen how many people voted Empress Court, and I assume that there will be at least some. I don't know, Highlander. With the setup we're going to have in, in the basement of right. you know, the mansion. There'll be plenty of room if we wanted to do There'll that. There'll be plenty of room. We could use the 50-inch screen TV as sure. the monitor. Mr. Pim got me that Logitech wireless keyboard. I've got a wireless mouse. We could make it like a whole uh, whole studio. We could sit on our ass on my cool couches in front of the 50-inch TV with yeah. a webcam on top of it and do the show sitting. Rather than actually having to be here at the 30-inch monitor, we could actually do it the wow, 50-inch so jumbo. The 50-inch jumbo. Yes. Why, why not use both? We. By God. <laughs> it's genius. <laughs> Brilliant, Watson. <laughs> Give yourself a raise. Did you said I also think a lot of the live listeners download the podcast. Oh, I know for a fact they do, which is kind of yeah. weird. It you know they listen to the well, show. Well, you live want to listen they... to it again, maybe I, I guess I don't know. But really, I mean, pod, podcasting and all that kind of stuff. It's it's the way of the future. I mean, if even with with television, right? I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe you know within our lifetime. I, I certainly don't want to say like within ten years or whatever. Uh, you you probably won't even have you know, what you would think of as, as channels anymore. It'll be all on demand. Yes. So you like your your show won't be on Thursdays at nine. It'll, It'll be just whenever be the hell wants to watch you just, it. Yeah. You just download it and watch it when they put it up. No, this is, there's no enhancement for an, uh, an Empress Court video cast. It would be interesting, but it might drag it down. Martyrdom says streaming live from the war room. Actually, I I have a whole slew of skits and ideas. I've already thought if we were to go oh, yeah. live, absolutely. Yeah, we, we've, we've thought Abs- of video Trust stuff. me, there would be antics and, and shit going on left and right. I, I can tell you, I've I've seen video casts from like other other radio shows that just do video, and all, really all it is is just what we're doing yeah, right now. Yeah, douchebag wheat does one, but but people still find it interesting because they can see you, you know, talking and everything. Xanath apparently doesn't know where I got my monitor. I I thought I mentioned that. You have a monitor? Yeah, that's this one right here. It's like a oh, that's that's like the size of a television. Yeah, it's a, it's a uh, Dell like, Ultra Sharp thirty inch monitor. Thirty inch. Yes, I, I would have said uh, no bigger than twenty eight. Okay. No, sir, it is actually thirty inch size. Sir, I, that must have cost you an arm. And not a, a dime. Not a dime. I assure you, not a dime. How There's, does one acquire a Dell Ultra Sharp well, thirty inch monitor? I'm glad you asked. Actually, I happen to have entered a contest by a little company you may have call, heard uh, called uh, Blizzard. Oh yeah. Yes, yeah, so they run a uh, World of Warcraft Showcase Competition Arena 2009. I actually won that. You 
won it? I won a free of charge, not a thing. Unbelievable. And beta keys. And beta keys? <laughs> Jeez, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> it's like Orenthal. He keeps emailing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Porter's like ripping on DJ Wheat. Oh, yeah. He and I have a history. Long history. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, all right. All right. So. What is it? Okay. What is it? Remember that what was it uh, a few months ago? Actually, it was last year. Somebody called into a show while we were on the air. It was like, because uh, they take, When was this? Oh, I want to say it was like March of last year. We were doing a broadcast on Fridays, and somebody said they were on the same time we were. And somebody was in here spamming the IRC about how what a great show DJ Wee was. And oh, I, said, I remember that. And like That's somebody right. needs to call up him and, and tell him we're on the air. So somebody actually called into the show. Actually called, I forget who it was, called up DJ Wheat and went live on the air said, for the emperor, and then hung up. That is hilarious. And then the, apparently started, somebody started spamming their video stream chat and a bunch of Speaking people Speaking of all there. that, uh, how's the, the Skype thing coming along? Yeah, I, I blame myself. Uh, the phone calls and all that system is ready to go. Right. No wise has been trying to get with me for the last week and a half. Oh, okay. The fault is mine. I've put in, uh, I think, 102 hours in the last two weeks for this next pay period. <sighs> crazy yeah there's a lot going on at work and i don't speak about work for obvious reasons um there's a lot going on okay. they need all of us on hand all the time that and we got the house now so like yesterday i worked 10 hours i came home helped paint the room came back to the house crashed went to sleep got up went to work you know stopped and got uh, some candy for valentine's picked up these mic stands uh-huh. rushed home got this all set up and here we are Jeez. so and that's kind of how my last week and a half has been so no wise god bless him He's been trying to get with me to get the video audio cable so we can actually start taking phone calls. And I have not been able to do it. I have not found the time. I was hoping to do it last night because Mystic Man was going to take uh, the princess to see the Justin Bieber movie. Oh, right. You know, that thing. Yeah. You know, never say gay or whatever it is. Right. But they ended up not going, and I was going to do it last night. So A wise move on their part. Well, she st- they still want to go. Well, I'm sorry. The princess still wants to go. but oh, Okay. But I will, I, I promise to get that taken care of as soon as I possibly can so we can take t- t- phone calls. God help us, though, if we open this thing up and we have, you know, whatever, you know, jackass Jimmy calling in to right. <laughs> talk jackass about it. Jackass Jimmy. Or, you know, John Q, you know, douchebag or whatever calls in. If it, oh, if, yeah, an Islander. If, if, if it takes off, we might have to employ a, uh, a call screener. screener I'm not really sure how that would work. Oh, that's the other thing. I have Varyar working on, my, on a new rig for myself. Really? Yes, he's wow. already designed it. Fantastic. He's got all the pieces. He has a movie. I'm not taking her. Friggin', I'm going to make Mr. Wim take her. I ain't taking her. He that. has a movie? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those uh, concert movies like the Hannah Montana one. Or the Michael Jackson one. Or the Michael... Well, the, yeah, that was, was like, a little Never different. Say Die or what it was. Right. <laughs> Never Say Die. Now he's trying too hard. Aww. Oh, man. That's, that's rough. Moving on. All right. So I think a video cast might be very interesting, but we would need a camera to do that. Yeah. Now, what is Super Mario Brothers World 1 1 created and left for dead? Okay. Uh, this should prove interesting. It's actually a video. It's How a video. long is this thing? Oh, uh, we have to go through the sponsor's message. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, never mind. It's for Shogun Total War 2. I'll watch it. Maybe you should put up the link in the IRC. This so that others is going see to be the, uh, an awesome game. I cannot wait. So others can see this uh, movie, so to speak? The ideas that they've got for the multiplayer for this sound <laughs> fantastic. Right, you've, you've you've been going on and on about Shogun too, but have, have you even played it or just it's not out yet? Oh, so not even like a beta or anything. Ides of March. Uh, I, they might have like a, a demo or something. The following features shown in the video have been added. This is a work in progress. Functional tunnel, underground portion, removal of blocks beside staircase, minor changes to fireworks. Oh, so it's like a first-person view. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah, it's it's a first person. Okay, well that's not Left for Dead. That's um. Oh, maybe it is. I tell you what it looks like. It looks like uh, Counter Strike, the Counter Strike engine, and they're running around in a Mario map. That's actually kind of funny. Okay, so obviously they're probably going to go down the pipe now. Okay, they're going down the pipe. I posted in the uh, IRC when you watch it. Watch it. So you don't jump. You just use a shotgun to blow through the bricks. Yeah, yeah. And like when you do jump, it looks like more you're just kind of like going up the whatever that is like like the pipe. You're just kind of like floating up above it. Where are the uh, coins? There's no coins. No, there are no coins. No, unfortunately. So you're just running around. But uh, rather, yeah, yeah. So rather than jumping up and down on the on the bricks, you just shoot them with a shotgun. Okay, can you get like a mushroom to get bigger, like a bigger shotgun? I don't know. It's uh, well, it it did say it was a work work in progress. That's true. I mean, it's kind of funny that's you know right. Okay, where's the flag? And then you have to manually go yeah, down the thing, go down, down the flagpole, and you run through the... There's the castle. And the fireworks. And the fireworks. Oh, no, it's just actually rain. more like rain. Okay. Well, uh, uh, I give it a B. It's, a, it's not too yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean, A for effort, yeah. I, I guess. I'm glad you had that much time in your hands. You can go <laughs> do that, but all right. You should be doing other important things, like building the Starship Enterprise in Minecraft. Man, I, stuff. I still would like to know how that's coming along. What's that? The The Enterprise. Oh, you know, we haven't checked in on that. I'm more concerned about our own Minecraft server and see if they've actually built and uh, rebuilt uh, uh, Pepsi Can Mountain and the fortress after the <laughs> demolition Pepsi they Can had. Mountain. Yeah. It's so horrible. Well, you, you, did you see the picture of it? Here, hang on, hang on. It's under construction. Thank you, Frets. So I guess they're working on that. Okay. That still pisses me off that somebody got in there and wrecked it. I mean, that's an awful lot of work those guys put into it. I know. Um, it's like something we would have done. Yeah. <laughs> Shh. No, I just <laughs> I don't have Minecraft. Oh, that's right. I, I opened this up. I, we'll get to this a little later. I want your thoughts on this. Okay, sure. Um, I also want to talk about this. Don't r- remind me. StarCraft Two Risk. Somebody remind me so I can talk about it, or I will forget. Okay. Uh, StarCraft Two Risk. I will not forget. Let me. Ca- see, oh, there there it is. 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 The I call the Emperor Castle screenshots. All right. So this is a. This so is this going like across the drawbridge here. into... Well, no, this is the current one, the one that got blown up. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is the fortress of the Emperor, and you walk through. This is the uh, entranceway into the you know front of it. Uh-huh. It's from the ramparts. I wonder how long this took them. Lots of know. lava and fire like Lots that. Lots of lava and fire. The C-O-T-E, the call of the Emperor, yeah. as you walk through the front. With the big giant E on top there, I noticed that. Pepsi Can Mountain's in here, too, somewhere. Then you got you know, inner fortress. You got, like, a Bailey's. So you got a, a fortress, then a fortress, then a fortress. Which most of the medieval ones, the good ones, had back then. Right. And here's, a, I'm guessing this is, I mean, this is all water, but yeah, it's flipping through here, and I'm not really sure That's why. That's a strange-looking courtyard, right? There. Yes, it is. But okay, <laughs> it's a courtyard. <laughs> Do you have a courtyard? Your castle? No. More, more like a court mountain. And then we have, for reasons I don't know, we have torches everywhere, just kind of randomly thrown about. What the hell is that? In the I believe that is the. Ah, there's Pepsi Can Mountain in the background. Oh, okay. There See a little go. logo there? <laughs> the little logo. Trevin Cultist Inn. Alchemy Shop, Potions, Dust, and whatnot. Well, look at the screen. There, there's another shot of Pepsi Can Mountain. There we go. The Pepsi logo. Copyrighted. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of the towers. Yeah, these guys went all out. It's that's, really impressive yeah, what they built. I mean, it's like a Lego set for, except online. That's the a good torch- way to put it. All right, Fred says, the torches for the monsters won't spawn, since they only spawn in darkness. Apparently, there's there be monsters there are in the monsters? castle. Well, someone's got to defend it. Jeez. Very last pick is the Pepsi logo, right on uh, the side of the mountain. Unbelievable. 
Uh, you saw the Super Bowl, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did you notice how many Pepsi commercials involve throwing cans at various people? Maybe that. No, you don't. You don't remember. There was like two. There's a black guy, and he's being yelled at by his wife about eating too much stuff that he shouldn't, and she keeps smacking him. Okay. You know, trying trying to eat like a sandwich. He smacks uh-huh. him. Here's a banana. What does that have to do with Pepsi can? Because at the very end, he's drinking a Pepsi Max, and she sits next to him on a bench in the park, and he's like flinches because he thinks he's going to smack her. Uh huh. Smack him, and she says, "No, no, I'm drinking one too because there's like zero calories." Right. So then this white chick, because it has to be a white woman, right? Which kind of jogs by in this like jogger outfit and like really, really hot blonde. Okay. And she sits down on the bench next to him and looks over at him and says, "Hey." He's like, "Hey." And of course, then the wife turns and throw a pop Pepsi can at him. He ducks. She whips the Pepsi can and whacks the white girl in the face and knocks her cold. And they get up and run away. Aha! Coincidence? I think not. It's just going to show exactly how powerful and how influential this show has become that even Pepsi executives and the Super Bowl pay attention to everything that I do and say. And I'll leave it at that. (laughs) And I'll leave it at that. I always pictured an actual Pepsi can being the mount, but that's pretty good. I that thought it would be pretty cool. An actual the mountain made out of a Pepsi can. An actual Pepsi can being the mount. Hmm. Yeah, living inside a Pepsi can. People are getting given. I'm not earning your fortress legitimately. Cheaters. What? Add her to the purge list. Shut up, digit. <laughs> it's my fortress. It's my <laughs> server. I run it. It's not really my server, but uh, which ones of these did you send in? I, uh, I picked them I, all. I, I send in that one right there. All right. Is iOS game smuggle truck as controversial as it looks? Yes. You want me to read it for you? Uh, it looks like Mario. Isn't that the truck going for the pole to... Uh, it, it, it's not Mario, though. Okay. I, I'm not really sure why it's controversial, but... You'll find out. In a okay, second. go ahead. It's an iPhone, iPad, and web game that lets you smuggle immigrants across the border in a bounding purple truck. Done. <laughs> Told you. And it's upsetting people who've never played it. Developer... Owlchemy. O-W-L. Okay, it's supposed to be alchemy with Owlchemy. Got it. Owlchemy Labs calls Smuggle Trap, quote, the premier smuggling game on the App Store. I don't know. Is there a great competition for smuggling games? not counting others like Hyperspace Smuggler, which have nothing to do with immigration, intergalactic or otherwise, as far as I know. Imagine an arcade-style game in which a jouncing slate truck races across side-scrolling cactus-punctuated hard pan. Stuffed in the back are immigrants that look a bit like Matryoshka dolls, which is just little right. dolls, like Russian dolls. When the truck bounces or leaps to clear huge pits or dead animals or other obstacles, the immigrants kick into the air like flung ten pins. By speeding up or slowing down, the game employs some rudimentary physics, you can catch them. If you miss, your score drops. Okay. Owl Kimmy says the game, quote, was inspired by the frustration our friends have experienced in trying to immigrate to the United States. Huh! The company believes the actual process of immigrating is, quote, largely avoided in the media and, quote, especially in video games, and thus wanted to critique it with an interactive satire. I beg to disagree. I would like to disagree with that. In 1997, 1998, one of those two, there was a mod that you could get free of charge to play Quake 1 Team Fortress. And the idea behind it was, I'm trying to remember what it was, but it was like, uh, you get the Mexicans across the river. It was basically a truck that has to run the has to run across to the uh, border, and you could have up to sixteen people on the server. Three of them were snipers for the uh, INS. Three of them were for the Federales, and then everybody else had an axe. You had to jump in the back of the truck, and you got points. If you made it across. 
The idea behind it is if you're in the INS, you have to snipe them before they get in the truck, before they cross the border. Okay. You don't have to get in the truck. You can try and run, but you never make it. Right. If the federal, you have to try and snipe the FBI or the INS to let the Mexicans across. Funny. And everybody was, was labeled uh, Paco the Dirty Mexican. Every <laughs> one of them. Paco the Dirty Mexican got killed. Paco the Dirty Mexican got sniped or fragged or whatever. He got gibbed. That's so I would beg to defer. That was a very well, large I, game. Okay, so let's say in the past 15 years, you can cite only one example. I would call that largely a I don't really play a whole lot of get the illegals across the border type Well, deal. you should. Apparently, it's hilarious. Well, I, this I will happen to know the Mexican version happens to be much more bloody. Right, last, last paragraph says, satire okay. indeed. The video teaser includes the sort of rousing orchestral music you'd expect of a Michael Bay movie. Immigrants thrown into the air cry, wee and whoa. Catching flung babies appears to be worth extra points. <laughs> Players are awarded green cards for saving immigrants' <laughs> lives. If you just drive crazy but save at least one life, you can win a reckless driving award. And levels end Mario-like as your truck leaps past a flagpole on the other side of a See, all right, point. so I got the Mario reference. And it says, see for yourself, there's a, there's a teaser trailer right and there's there. There's like 30 seconds. So is the game out yet or no? No, it's... it's, it's um, oh, wow, that's kind of funny. It's been submitted to Apple for its approval, and if it's approved, it'll be out in March. I got to wonder about this one. That's funny. This is on PCWorld.com. You can look for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all the Mexicans go flying. That looks crash. like a lot of fun. Let's see. It's hard to say what the real public reaction is since the game is not available. The media is generalizing a handful of Facebook comments into headlines like iPhone app draws outrage. Okay, well, this is, should surprise nobody. I, I mean, the media in any country is in the business of sensationalizing anything. Yeah, but you kind of have to, or else no one's going to bother to read or hear what you got to say. Exactly. Bloggers who have apparently only seen the video or read the preliminary knee-jerk stories are hopping on board, expressing indignation, shock, and outrage. Really? Well, I, oh, says, I'm not so sure myself, I being the author of the right. article here. Controversy incites controversy, whatever the medium, whatever the position taken. I don't know what that Tendacious? Well, I don't even know what that Tendentias. word is. Tendentias. Whatever. Games like this... Hoping to stir debate, <laughs> probably will. It's certainly possible to get a game like this wrong, even if the mechanics work. It's also possible to get it right, even if some or even many are offended. So what do you think? Does Smuggle Truck appear to trivialize the immigration issue? Or is that precisely its point? Is it really a shrewd and ironic commentary on the way some trivialize the actual experience of crossing the border? Or is it just a money-making ploy? I was going to say, maybe it's just a money-making ploy somebody's trying to get some cash out of what is a push-button topic, at least in this country. Probably. That would probably be I mean, guess. if they were to make a Mexican version, they shoot people that try to cross their border. Right. It's kind of weird. Yeah, you know, weird get yelled at for, oh, please go back. All right, never mind. Come on in. So I, I, you've seen a 30-second trailer. I mean, yes. you're really going to make your judgments based on that? No, but based on that, it looks like it's kind of fun. Right. I mean, I am. See, I gotta tell my line on this one. I am not for the premise of the game. <laughs> All right, I, I get that part of it. So you know, that's. Are fine. you worried that your boss might be listening? Uh, no, I don't. See, I am not for that. See that wink? No, uh, <laughs> it, it's. Mm, I don't know why I'm tiptoeing around politics I never had before. I'm not against. I'm against immigration. Stay the hell out. We've got enough people. Wait till we get our, our house in order, and then we'll start bringing more people in. It'd be different if they were coming in legally. They're not. There you go. Anyways, having said that, it's a game. I, I would want That's to play it or see it's, more of it first. It's a game. Uh, it, and it's done in a lighthearted, joking manner. It'd be different if it was a serious action shooter like, you know, Machete. 
you got to uh, kill a senator and uh, kill a bunch of Americans to bring in the immigrants. That'd be a different right. story. Uh, this is like a stupid driving. It looks like road rage with Mexicans. Okay, we just like we just lost five people at IRC. Six people. Okay, it must have been a server split like it happened to me. And I see Pusser has now made another appearance. She was the show contributor and IRC rep for Octane Hordak for many years. Really? Yes. Uh, she has taken a leave of absence. Oh, I see. Knocked out. Okay. Huh? Well, good night, Pusser. Uh, thanks for tuning in and then going to bed. After our LARP? Oh, you yes, would have those people. I, oh, my <laughs> you would have them. Ew. Ugh, Look down geez. on you kind of people. Yeah, Pusser comes and everybody leaves. Yes. Coincidence? I think, I think not. not. Everyone's no. going to LARP Absolutely with Absolutely not. Come over to my IRC and let's LARP. <laughs> I, it, I, I, I got nothing days. wrong with those kind of with with larpers. If that's what they want to play, I mean, you know, it just seems kind of. <laughs> I'm a vampire. I tell you what, I was, I'm a vampire. I was telling a uh, uh, a coworker today about Otakon. It turns out she's uh-huh. a huge anime fan. I had no idea, it, and, and and she's never heard of or gone. To never gone to a convention. Well, she'll probably go this year. Oh yeah! After I talked it up and sent her pictures and all Heck that, yeah. You can. Well, I, well. At first, I told her about Ohio Con. I said, you know, there's a convention here in Ohio, but if right. you really want to go to the, a big one, right? And so, actually, yeah, she's apparently trying to get tickets and all that. She's going to go with her boyfriend the whole nine yards. Awesome. So, but it was kind of funny because every time I go to Otakon, you can always tell the LARPer room. And this is not a stereo. Uh, this is not a stereotype. And uh, uh, the Highlander here can can vouch for me. Yes. You can smell it before you see it. Yeah. Swear to God. These people are wearing like neck to knee, neck to ankle, all black coats and, you know, shorts and everything else in 100 degree weather in Baltimore, Maryland. You, I mean, it, it's, I mean, talk about filthy people. It's I, I hate sad. to say it. And I'm sure they're the nicest filthy people in the world, but they're still filthy. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, I'm sure Pusser is not. Most of the girls are usually LARPers pretty... are important. No, not no, really. not really. <laughs> no, not really. No, I'm sure that's what they think, but not really. In the uh, building blocks for the caste system of nerdom, they are the they are the scum. Grist. They, <laughs> they are, are the, the peasants. Border. They are the ones toiling in the fields while the rest of us are not. That's right. And IRC continues to drop. IRC must have had a real split because we got dropped earlier. We've lost about forty people here. Wow. Uh, wow. Now we're down to like only like one and a half screens. So, <laughs> but those are like all people that contribute. So I hope they can get back in here. Oh, there goes another one. We don't think LARP is we. Me doth think LARP is stupid. God, I I hate you, Bazario. I now hate you for all eternity because I had to read that, and now I have to try and put it in my mind to make sense of it. Exactly. No, I, like Bizarro. But, but I don't know that. See, my LARPers, my LARP experiences with people. Cause uh-huh. I never actually played it. I mean, I, I've stuck around, and people have explained the game to me, so I know how it's played. Right, but it's almost—it's always vampires and werewolves. Yeah, it's—it's it's not that's like fair where people, I'm a knight and you are a dirty Muslim or something. No, it's always—it's <laughs> always vampires and werewolves. It's not medieval times. You're not going on crusade. It's no, not yeah. saving the dance from distress. It's—I have—I've I've never gone to a run fair either. I—I I don't, I don't want to go to run fair. No, <laughs> those people scare me. <laughs> How art thou? Okay, well, you dress like you're out of King Arthur's court, but the Renaissance was in the 1400s. And yet you're like 400 pounds, which right. is totally anachronistic. So I never understood. And like, or in the middle of the times, like you do understand the Renaissance was like the 14 to 1500s, way after the period that you were dressing. What? No. Plus you're wearing glasses, which uh, yes. that kind of thing. And really you sense. have, most of them have straight teeth. <laughs> <laughs> most of them. They're... 
There wasn't too many people that was your size, sir. <laughs> Either height or width. <laughs> now, listen, the only thing I know about live-action role play is from that movie. Uh, which movie would that be? Oh, no, that's the uh, one we were talking about, the, uh, the, the, the one with Tom Hanks. Uh, oh, my God, what the heck's the name of it? I, I don't know. Um, Castles and... Something, uh, oh, is that the one where he goes to the, the the? He goes crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. goes like stabs people or whatever. Yes, he, yes. That was like the after school special or whatever it was. It was kind of like, like it Dungeons was, and Dragons is evil. It was, yeah. it was. It was supposed to be like a Dungeons and Dragons movie, and he like he got lost in his character, and he started thinking he was his character, and then somehow he wanders his way from New Jersey to New York City, and he like stabs someone, and he you know he the, the at the end of it he he's in a, a mental institution, and he still thinks he's his character. Right, and I remember that I, was the big... For the life of me, I can't remember what the name of that movie Which is. segues from people taking things too far, or at least the media saying as much, is playing the rape card. Media psychiatrist ratchets up anti-video game rhetoric. Yes. I get from Wired.com. Now, I did see this earlier, and this is actually brought up on the forums as well. Um, this did you is, see the original story? Because it was on n- Fox News. I'm curious it was. Bulletstorm um, is the name of the game that yes. everyone's talking about is... And this kind of goes hand in hand with what we were talking about last week with with um, uh, Penny Arcade and the whole you know trigger words mm-hmm. and the rape culture. Yes, apparently this is more widespread, or at least we're led to believe it is. Because I sure as hell have never heard of it. No, and uh, much to my chagrin as a human being, I spend a great deal of time playing games and being on the internet, and I don't know any of this. Um, I realize we're getting close to the top of the hour here, so we'd probably better pushing that back until after the break. Alrighty, so we have time here. I'm just going to catch up on what's going on at IRC. Before Twilight happened, people did actually do the Renaissance Fair type Mazes of Mazes and Monsters, that's the name of it, but thank you, you very go. much. Digit says, I don't know, I think the first step of LARPing becoming more respectable is to choose a different name than LARP. There's, I agree. There is no way to make it respectable. I was going to say, I'm not really sure how much you The whole point of, of LARPing is to LARP? dress up like your character. So We're of course, actors. Okay. So, of course, you're going to dress up like a, you know, like a retard and walk around in a chainmail and suit of armor and stuff. Uh, let's see. Oh, Gnome's no got a... Oh, uh, let's take a look at this. Apparently, we have a super sexy new banner, according to Gnome-wise. Interesting. That, I like that. I, I believe I like this is the... Well. Uh, that's the statue of Napoleon at... Uh, was it Chalms? Looks like Napoleon has uh, is eating one too many Napoleons right there. It's got kind of a... Mm, I, I like that. But this is this is a statue of him at... Uh, I want to say it's Chalmers. So I'll I take your word for it. I don't. Anyways, um, and then of course I don't know what the hell that's supposed to be a Highlander. I guess that is Christopher Lambert yeah, in the original Highlander. Speaking movie. of filthy people who don't bathe, so if you go to the Emperor's Court under the shows, I believe it's under shows. Click on Emperor's Court on vtwproduction.com, You'll see the awesome new banner that is now up, as well as all of the previous episodes that we have done. Speaking of episodes and stuff and downloading them, I found this particularly interesting. Couldn't figure out a better way to segue that because I just remembered. Speaking of download stuff. Uh, Nowise has informed me that we have been accepted into iTunes Radio, into the iTunes Radio directory. Oh, cool. Um, I don't know what that means. I assume that's good, but I have no clue what the hell the iTunes Radio is. I think it's like uh, like the streaming thing that we have on our front page. Where they can actually click that you and listen just click live. In whatever is live, yeah. You can no just kidding. go on iTunes and listen. Yeah, right here he's got a picture of his, he's got a screenshot on the VTW General Forums. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And we're right at, right above Voice America Business and right under Unity FM. Spiritual programming for an awakening worship. VTW Production is a network of independent something or other. But it's versus the wow. world radio and it's right there. They probably want to change that. VTW Productions is a network of because it, it, yes. it doesn't tell you anything what it's about. Right. It, it should, should be, be like it should start with like gaming, right. culture, you know, yes. things like that. 
Majif apparently made that banner. Majif, fantastic work. I like it. You could ditch the Highlander. I don't think anybody would care, but I like it. Oh, I think you could ditch the, uh, the <laughs> fat emperor who... Uh, yeah. Right. Did you conquer the world? No? All right, good. Uh, now they're doing That's right. And I believe he uh, ended up on an island all by himself. I uh, believe died, died he, stomach cancer. he conquered Way quite a go. bit, as opposed to bowing down then, to the English. And then he like lost a bunch it of pussies all. hiding lost up in a all. mountain, wearing like a loincloth or whatever the hell it is right. that people wear, right. and like no Scoreboard. shirts, with long hair. Right. Keep and talking. I am going to keep talking. Okay. Go rape a goat, just, Scotman. Just remember what, how, how it all ended up. That's all. I'd rather have 20 years of glory to be remembered for all history. Well, more like about 10. As a, okay. tw- 20. He got us going at like 1795. He ended it in 1815. At 20 years, bitch. Scoreboard you. 1795. All right. Well, the Highlanders, what did they ever do? Oh, we give up to the English. We got our ass kicked. Longshanks, like, raped them for 30 years. That's right. I, uh, I, would, I, I don't know if I'd rather, I don't know. Would I rather be raped? I, how about there's a way? Would I rather be raped? Or die a very painful, slow death of stomach cancer. I don't know. Could go either way. That's an interesting question. Uh, ooh. Well, I mean, if you're raped, at least more than likely you're probably alive at the end of it. Right. You just got to try and forget it. Or you can take two years to die. So this is that bullets from articles BS is literally discussing names of skill shots. Yeah, I, I know that. And that's kind of their point. And I can see where they're coming from on it. And we're... We're gonna get to that. Yeah, that's. I don't want to hit it up right now because I think that's gonna. We're gonna use a little bit of time to discuss that, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna take a little extended break. I just remember I had to grab something from my other house, literally down the street. So we're gonna kick it over to break. It's gonna be about uh, maybe twelve, fifteen minutes. It might be a little actually sooner, depending on how fast I can get back. Uh, how will we be manning the boards in case anything goes wrong, ladies and gentlemen? Kick it to break. We'll be back in about uh, ten, fifteen minutes. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro me any day. For the glory of the Emperor. It is better to die for the Emperor than live for yourself. I think the speaker in the whole house, by the way. It's great. Like, glory for the Emperor. Live yourself. It's like everything shakes. You should have that when you open the door. The, the dog gets scared. <laughs> what the hell is that? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Emperor's Court here on Virtual Productions. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And we were actually looking at a video that had an update on the Enterprise D being made on Minecraft. It's huge. Yes. Freaking huge. Oh, and it says Justin Bieber's film was number one on IMDb. The IMDb bottom 100, mind you. (laughs) 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 Well, come on. Look, th- when it comes to Justin Bieber, there's really no middle ground. You either are, you know, either love him or you hate his very existence. I guess I don't really think about him. I don't, I don't really care. I really don't. Well, if, that's because you're if not. If you a like pre-teen. Justin Bieber, fine. Go like Justin Bieber. If I guess you don't part of the like problem him, is people are just having shit like this to shove on our throats, and it really is. I mean, it's on. It's in every aspect. It's on. Hey, I'm adjusting my microphone. It's on MTV. It's right, on the radio. But you, it's, but it's you like, don't watch MTV. You don't listen right. to those stations that play Justin. No, but a lot of the stuff. I mean, I do, it, dude. It's everywhere. It's on freaking talk radio. It's on the different music channels. I, I, you know, listen to on the radio. Uh-huh. You know, FM stations. Okay, which I guess makes sense. But I just, oh, I. It, He's just a little shitbag from Canada. He's like, well, I mean, what is so spectacular about this guy? I don't know. There are a I don't million. Know musical proteges out there who can sing and dance and play an instrument. Correct me if I'm wrong, Hounder, how many instruments can you play? 
Oh, me? Yes. I could probably play at least 10, I suppose. That's, there you go. So when are you getting your movie? Because that's, you know, that's my point. He plays drums, kind of, and he's okay at a guitar. And he sounds like a chick until puberty hits, and then he's fucked. You, yeah, on the other so hand, we'll, we'll can play 10. So, and then what? <laughs> I, I, really, the, I, I really don't care. The about music he plays is it's overproduced. It's generic. It's vague. It's the same hip-hop, pop crap that comes out of everybody. I, the only difference between him and some untalented fucks is the fact that he can actually play an instrument. Most of them can't even do that. I, okay, case in point, Exhibit A. You saw the Super Bowl. Did you watch the halftime show? Uh, part of it, yeah. Okay. That was a disgrace of a halftime show. I mean, the Super Bowl is not exactly known for it, but the Black Eyed Peas, really? I listened to the raw audio they had of her actually singing, what is it, Fergie? Yes. You know, the Duchess of York wannabe. Okay, she can't sing. It was horrible. You can definitely tell that it was overly produced. They are a studio band, not a live band. Their version of podcast versus live. There you go. Perfect mm-hmm. example. The other three guys, like who I am or, or you know, I am him or whatever the hell his name is. I am robot. Okay. That guy can't sing with a damn. The Asian guy, I don't even know if he's got a name, can't sing. None of them can sing. It's overly produced. It's the same thing as this. It just gets shoved down your throat. It's overproduced crap. And music doesn't exist anymore. And I hate to sound like the older guy, oh, my day, music was music. Because music in my day, you know, that was the, you know, bitch, ho, yeah, shoot him. Right, right. Okay, can you think of what the oldie stations are going to sound like in 20 years when we're like in our 60s, 50s, 40s, whatever? God, that's going to be depressing. <clears throat> Turn on the oldie stations now. You hear, you know, Elvis or Nack and Cole. Ours going to be Eminem, Dr. Dre. Yeah, uh, it probably will be. They'll Van be, Halen. They'll be grandparents listening to Eminem and uh, right. Dr. Dre. How about that? Huh? I, I guess that's my point. Highlander the movie, doesn't that exist already? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> you win, sir. One internet's of your choice. Uh, that's funny. Man, this is nothing bad about studio bands as long as they never play live. Okay, but they do. They're playing on one of the biggest stages in the world. A billion people watch the Super Bowl. Most of them are going to the shitter during the, the halftime show, but still. And then they have Slash come out there. Man, what happened to him? What happened oh, to him? He got old. He's I, old. I know that. I mean, when did he sell He's out? He's like 60. Oh, he, oh Slash is He that sold one. out years ago. He played with Michael Jackson. Uh, oh, you know what? But Michael Jackson is an actual... He played uh, the guitar on the... Uh, I, I think thriller. It was a, no, a no, beat, not, beat, no, beat, no, beat, no, it was beat thriller. it. Yeah, no, it wasn't beat because they they weren't even around then. I I'm pretty sure it was it, it was black and hang white, on. which was 1991. Uh, I, I, hang on, I could have swore he would play the guitar solo for Beat It. No, yes, I got to look that up. That was in 1982. I know Guns N' Roses wasn't up. even around. I, I didn't say he was, he was still a guitar player, even though it wasn't in Guns N' Roses. Beat it slash. Let's take a look. Slash Michael Jackson, Black or White, Beat It, Beat It Live. Where's that's Slash live. Michael Jackson, Beat It? See, that's, that's, oh, that's live. the live. I want to see where see? the actual part where he actually comes on. The music video, Beat It. There it is. Michael Jackson. Uh, let's see if that's it. Yes, he was in this. He was in the original music video for Beat It. He's the kid that comes out and plays. <laughs> Can we just find a. All right, look, I'm just going to find Beat It just music. Schmoozic video? Gotta... Music. Why the hell am I doing any of this? None left. Get off your ass and find out if Slash played in the music video Beat It. I'm I pretty sure I, I will he did. bet you a gajillion dollars. Yeah, you, you haven't not. done too well every time you bet me on shit that you supposedly know and then you end up not. 
I won't take that bet just in case I'm wrong, though. All right. Find out for Eddie Van Halen did beat it. See, I told you, it's Eddie Van Halen. That's what slashed before he joined Guns N' Roses. Right, please. Yes. Please, please keep digging that hole. He, it was the same guy. He put out a wig. It was the same guy. It was, he just put on a wig. Okay. A wig, oh, a wig and a big hat. Dutch American guitarist Eddie Van Halen was tapped at the song's distinctive overdriven guitar solo, but was prevented by his record label from appearing in the music video. Okay, so then who's actually the one playing it? Because I'm pretty sure it was Slash. Ah, oh, see, it wasn't Eddie Van Halen. Fuck you, I'm right. Success. What the hell are you talking about? This says he couldn't appear in the music video. In, the guy in the music video was here in the music video. He played That's it. Right. He played it in the song. But the guy in the music video was him. No, the guy in the music video was just some guy. I, guy some stupid actor. All right, never I heard of. accept your apology. Let's move on. First time you saw was um, pretty sure it was black and white. First time you played with uh, Michael Jackson. Beat is a song written and performed. Blah 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 blah. Let's see. Where are you thinking? Fallout Boy. I don't listen to Fallout Boy. I just like the fact that they took their name from a Simpsons episode character. Whatever. Uh, not looking through all this crap. I have no idea. I'll just assume that it says that Slash was in there. Well, as soon as you show it to me, then I will. Uh, okay. Believe I just like Kentucky, right? Exactly. You got people from exactly. Kentucky writing and saying you're wrong. Oh, girl, I don't even believe you. I don't care if you live in Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm so right. I'm hey, wrong. Master Queef has showed up. Hail MQ. When is Podcraft airing next? Add him to the purge list. It's now 7.30. The show starts at 6. And he should have been here at 5 to listen to the music. Way to go, dickbag. Somebody put him on the purge list, would you? Okay. Let's do the uh, mailbag real quick before we get into that uh, rape thing. That Everybody wants to rape people. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? It does echo. Okay. All right. You can always email the show with comments, opinions, questions, anything you want me to answer or talk about. It's not the quickening. I actually try to do it legitimately because I'm not funny enough to pull it off. Um... Send to emperor1g at cox.net. If you have any pithy comments, wish to opine. What? Are oh, you looking at me for pithy comments? I'm waiting no. for the article. I'm waiting for the uh, emails. That was a joke that apparently went over your head. It did. Went over everyone's head. All right. Uh, schnozzle question. What happens when an unstoppable object hits the immovable object with child porn VHS tapes? That sounds more like a quickening it question. It sounds more like actually. a quickening question. Chuck Norris dies. That's what happens. You know what? Highlander they get three to five in the county jail. That's what I think. What happens when an unstoppable object hits the immovable object with child porn VHS tapes? I didn't, tapes. Uh, I, I didn't know there was child porn on VHS I tapes. Thanks for letting us know about that. I appreciate that. A little scared that this guy knows it. <laughs> There's the Bullstorm article. See, I did send it to myself. I know it was. Right. It's actually up there as well, actually. Well, actually, I believe that's the Fox. Uh, yeah, I have the Fox News one right there. I, I okay. Yeah, it's the same one then. I'll just yeah. do it with mine. <laughs> All right. Prefer digital lives to virtual. Okay, I already got that one. We're going to talk about that one, too. These emails I sent to myself from work. Hang on. i got to get to the actual. Quinn Hill has the this or that, which we haven't done in quite no, some time. No, we've not done in a very long time. Um, okay, we should do that. All right. We'll do a this or that. All, All right. right. We may go long here, uh, tonight's episode. Uh, There's the one you, wanted to, you were asking me right, about Right, but I'm trying to figure out where this whole thing starts. Because people sent in. It's kind of interspersed. All right. Oh, okay. This is from Master Queef. Hail Emp. Been listening to the show via podcast for the past few weeks due to a new job. Well, congratulations, Master Queef. Last week's show, you talked about the Dick Wolves and how Penny Arcade basically fucked themselves, uh, fucked them sled in the ass by finally giving into stupidity that is America. 
Okay. That's a sentence. I Hey, the guy talks very well on his show. He just can't type with the damn. I was able to view the comic strip due to my friend posting it on his Facebook, which later got taken down. If something like that gets everyone in such an uproar, then why have they not gone after Hollywood, TV, and the movie industry, etc.? It's something as little and silly as a comic, which, by the way, you are not forced to search for or even view, then what is the next step? I fear that this has given the power to everyone that gets offended by everything and will open the door to more of this. If that is the case, then I'm suing the hell out of the author of Twilight for forcing me to watch their movies, and McDonald's for forcing me to eat their food. Hope the show is going great as always. We'll be able to listen live around 7... Oh, he only did show up at 7.30! Again, thanks for all you do, and God bless. P.S. Highlander question for the quickening. If Batman had cut off a hand to save the world, do you think he would do it, and would have so what hand? From Master Queef. Well, that's like some semi-legitimate question, but... You, MQ brings up some legitimate points here. This is similar to what we said earlier. I suppose. I mean, but th- to say that, you know, why, wait, where's the, uh, then why have they not gone after Hollywood? Well, they have. People go after Hollywood all the time. That's all I keep hearing about is how morally bankrupt Hollywood is and all this kind of stuff. So, so people go after Hollywood all the time. So to, to say that they're not, they, whoever they are, are not going after Hollywood they really is a huge who, misnomer. I think they are the people who are easily offended by all this stuff. I guess his point is the fact that if they're going after Hollywood, it doesn't seem to be doing much good because you have movies with... Didn't friggin' right. What the hell's her name? Julia... Which is, Julia, which is what Penny Arcade oh. should have done. They should have just ignored it and gone on and done what they wanted to do. Jodie Foster. Didn't she get an Emmy for... I'm sorry, an Oscar for playing a rape victim in some movie that was rather particularly graphic back in the 80s? I think it was her first one. It was like a breakout movie. She was like 16. I don't remember. Something about that and a pinball. Cause I've I seen don't it, like, remember, no. I've seen Family Guy parody it before. The first big movie I, I, I know that she was in was uh, Taxi Driver with Robert De Niro. But yeah, I, no, I don't know if she was a rape victim, though. She was really young. Uh, whatever the case. Uh, right. I mean, again, Hollywood seems to get away with the whole rape and murder and beating of women and all of that. And, you know, people may get up in arms, but nothing really seems to happen. I mean, nothing seems to be done about it. I mean, then you have a show like Skins on MTV that everybody got up in arms about. The PTC, the parent you know, television council went after. Uh, but that's not what ultimately killed it. What ultimately killed is the fact that nobody watched it. Right. I don't even know if it's on the air anymore. I know that MTV said they were going to stick with it and stand by it, but I don't know if anything happened to it. They'll probably stick with it for a season just to spite people, and then they'll quietly let it go. Because I know it lost like 80% of its viewership from week one to week four. Um. Scanny says they are the people that want attention because they refuse to take responsibility for their own stupidity. I okay. I, Little Rex says boys don't cry. Maybe no. That's that was a, no. Uh, that's the Hillary Swank movie. Okay, it's the one where she dresses up like a boy. I don't know if there's uh, a rape uh, yeah. scene in it though. I've never seen it, but that's that's what that one is. Master Creek says, "Oh my God, YouTube failed to upload my Let's Play." Well, I'm glad you brought well, it up. How about that? that? That's incredible. Having spoken of that, this from Digit. What do you guys think of Let's Play? I've heard recently that some people are getting complaints for doing them since they're playing copyrighted material. I really don't like the way that could go, and it's a topic I could go on about, but won't in this email. Now, you had said that you'd never heard of Let's Plays. I, I, Mechahawk tells me all the time that he wants to sit down and watch on YouTube a, a playthrough, is what he called it. And that's, it's basically the same when, thing. When what I saw it is, Let's is, Play, is like, okay, I don't... What it is, you go on YouTube. It, right. YouTube's like got like 95% of them. And you just, in fact, you can do it right now. Just go ahead and go on YouTube. Right. And do I really have to do that? Or? You don't have to if you don't want okay, to. But I'll anyway, take your word for it. Go ahead. Go to YouTube, and then what you'll do is you'll type in Let's Play, and then you put in a video game. It doesn't matter what video game. It could be, let's say, like Super Mario Galaxy or whatever the hell. And there'll be people who have literally played through the entire game. And 
filmed it. Used a video capture card and right. commentary and that kind of stuff. And what you do is you can go through, if, if they've finished the game, some people put it up as they're going through the game, but if they finish the game, you can watch the entire game being played. So you're, I mean, if, if you don't have the game, you're at least getting yes, the storyline, you're, you're seeing what happens. You're getting you know. some sort of you know, experience from it. I'm, I'm actually surprised there are so many up because as I've always thought that companies would try to stop it because of what it said in that email about it being copyrighted material. You're, I mean, in essence, if you watch that game, you could, in essence, not have to buy the game because you've already seen it. Right. What would be the point of playing it? If you're in for just a storyline. If you're in for yeah. just a storyline, you just Which, watch and someone and play it. You know, and that's a legitimate concern because a lot of people are in it just for the storyline. They just want to see what happens at yes. the end. Yes, yes. You know, it, I'm just checking out. Okay. Wow. Oh, look at that. It's, uh, how about that? Um, I, I'm looking at, at her email, though, I think she was saying she was worried about... Them taking them down. Them taking so, them it, down. I, I assume, I based on her comment, that she is for the Let's Plays. Yes. I, I suppose if I had to... Pick one way or the other. I mean, it's certainly nice to see the Let's Plays. Right. But ultimately, I'd have to think that they'd have to take them down because it is copyrighted material. See, again, the problem is exactly what Highlander has said, and it's along the same thought lines as I've got. It'd be like putting up a movie. Right. Yeah. You're essentially doing that. Now, I mean, there are some games that you don't care about. Maybe it's like Halo Reach. Well, single player ain't worth a damn, so you don't care. (laughs) All right. Or... You know, but you may have a game like Alan Wake, or you may have a game like you know Heavy Rain or Red Dead Redemption, which is very storyline driven, right? Yeah. And you want to blow through it all. Or I can understand some of them. Uh, from what I understand, there are there are different kind of let's plays or, or playthroughs where they show you basically the storyline, how the game is played, what ends up happening, and then you've got ones that are more like a strategy guide. Well, first you go here, and then you do this, and then you go through here to get through the level. It all depends on what the commentary is. There, there are some people that. I mean, all, all Let's Plays will show the whole game. It's, uh, unless they're in the middle of playing it and they haven't put it up yet or they just said the hell with it and they just stopped. But every, every Let's Play will show them playing the entire game from start to finish. It's, it's the commentary, I think, is what you're, you're hearing about. Some right. commentaries are a bit more descriptive than others. Right. Like, okay, you need to hit that third brick and you need to time your jump accurately and that kind of stuff. Others, will, others won't have any commentary at all. See, here's the They'll concern I've the got, and I think my concern is, is similar to Digit's, if not you know, as extensive as I think hers might be. Um, and that is, back in the day, I used to do, as everybody knows, I used to do audio replays for Warcraft 3, for Rome Total War, for you know, the Barbarian Invasion, for right. uh, StarCraft. I mean, the list goes on. Some of those games have now been uploaded to YouTube. You can actually watch the game, the replay as it happened, and mm-hmm. hear my, my audio thanks to Down Where. I have thought with the upcoming Shogun release that I would do something similar, where I would capture what I'm, what, a game that's being played, and then break it down as to what's happening. You know, here I'm playing the Takeda clan against the Usagis, and this is what I'm right, going to do. I'm right. going to use, you know, Naganata Cavalry backed up by, you know, Yari Infantry, etc., What's going to end up happening is if they copyright it, it's going to be a broad brush. It's going to be a blanket effect. It's not going to be just those who are showing the entire game. It's going to be if you are showing the game in any strain, you know, any format, we're going to ban it. We're going to take it off of YouTube because it's going to be very difficult to have a ruling. It's rarely going to come by case by case basis unless they do it with a broad brush. Well, that's saying, all right, this gives away too much to the game. This is a legitimate strategy guide, and this is an actual play. Right. The whole what's, thing. What's, what's, what usually happens with things like that is that it is a case by case basis because YouTube usually does what the person allegedly having the copyright says. Right. So it, it would be up to you know Nintendo or Microsoft or you know insert you know Blizzard or whatever as far as 
you know, them contacting YouTube saying, hey, this is copyright material, please take it down. That's usually, as far as my experience, how things like that work. And as long as nobody says anything, then it, it generally tends to stay up on YouTube. Did Unless you there's say, some sort of rule already in place. As your digit is in the IRC, she says, it's usually original commentary, and so far YouTube defends players. The argument, of course, being that since you buy video games to play them, the argument is whether a video game is enough of the experience to claim copyright, and will it affect strategy guides, esports, etc. Yeah, see, I, I don't really know. It's, it's, it, it's a gray area. And, and, that's the I, best you can say. Right, and I think that's area. what everybody's getting up in arms about, is, 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 is it is a gray area, but that is my concern. Right. Is that they're going to say, all right, rather than screw with this and argue back and forth, fuck it, we're going to ban everything. If it's got a video game in it, blocked. Unless a video game company specifically says, no, go ahead and let you know videos of ours... Because right. YouTube doesn't have the manpower of the time or, let's be honest, the interest to go through every single Let's Play video of every single game to no, decide whether is, or not this qualifies right. as too much or too little, etc. Which is why, generally, when you put up a, any YouTube video, it, it stays up unless there's some sort of blatant copyright infringement that another company contacts YouTube and lets them know. Here's an interesting uh, dilemma. says Amnesia has huge cover uh, of Let's Play. He said he bought it because of Total Biscuits Let's Play that he did. So, and there's free, you know, in manly stuff, there's free advertising for a company that doesn't want it means it shouldn't be there, period. I mean, some of these games are, are being, you know, promoted through these Let's Plays, saying, you know, that looks pretty cool. Maybe I'll I take suppose, it back game. yeah. But again, I think there's, you're going to lose players who are going to say, eh, okay, now I see how it ends. What the hell do I care? Right. I'm not going to spend 60 bucks to buy Like, it. I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. I don't own a PlayStation 3, but I'm a huge fan of the Metal Gear Solid series. Right. I saw Metal Gear Solid 4 by watching a Let's Play. Okay. It's a freaking long let's play it was like 150 videos but i ended up watching the whole thing i can tell you now if if i get a playstation 3 i'm not going to buy metal gear solid 4 i've already seen it right What's i have point? no reason to play it epic lurker says jody foster's big movie was the accused you know i think that might be it that might was be that it, it? Hmm. i it sounds familiar uh let's see master queen's uh, learn to play on quake 2 was decent but not memorable it, it does over interest me in seeing the game itself. Quake Two was a shit in a box. Man. I got to be honest, a, a lot of let's plays too, yeah. pretty bad because right. it's it's people who don't know how to talk. It's people who sit around in their parents' basement playing video games, and then you have to talk the whole time, and it's a lot of um, this is a, right thing. people who don't know how to do radio. They don't know how, or you get the opposite. You get people that think they're comedians, and <laughs> everything out of their mouth has to be hee haw hilarious. Well, I, I see, and it's not. It's not hilarious to anyone but themselves. See, the awesome part about me is. I have my own basement to sit in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Emp, please do that, but do it in the style of how you run the Clan 1G live matches. This is from Martyrdom. Uh, I believe that's probably in reference to me saying that I was going to do a couple of Let's Plays. Oh, Uh, okay. I I mean, basically, they're going to be strategy guys. They're going to be the tutorials on how to play matches between people. Gotcha. Deploy your archers like this. Don't piss away your cavalry. Don't commit your infantry without cavalry support. You know, the basics right. that after seven installations of the game, the same community of people still can't figure it out. It's the same fucking mechanics. And that's the reason why I don't play Empire anymore or Napoleon, is there's no competition. Don't throw away your cavalry. Don't commit your infantry without support. I can't, Hilder, I can't tell you. And I, that's why I did these... these um, uh, they're like tutorials. They, okay. You know, the, the audio replays. Right. Instead of calling the match, when I did like Rome Total War and Medieval, uh-huh. I broke it down as to how I fought my opponents. I mean, TotalWar.org gave me an award for the damn thing. I was like the I don't, like most influential player of the year or whatever it was, like 2007 or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Wow. 
the point being that you would take a look at it and it, people would just run their infantry right across the map. You just flank with the cavalry. They throw their cavalry trying to kill your archers. They lose their cavalry. They may get your archers, but who cares? That's so weird. Or they would mass all of one particular unit and think they could win. There was no combination of arms. Look, it works in reality. You don't commit your infantry without cavalry support. You don't commit your cavalry without infantry support. They go hand in hand. Napoleon lost Waterloo because he threw away his cavalry without infantry support. Although, to in his defense, he wasn't actually at the field. He was sick in a farmhouse at the time. He had piles that day. He had what? Piles. Piles? Yes. Uh, severe diarrhea. Oh, okay. I've never heard it called piles. Uh, apparently, that's what they called it back then. Gotcha. A horrendous pain that he actually went off the field at, under doctor's orders at about, for about 20 minutes. The problem is that exact 20 minutes when he off the field is when Marshal Nate came by and said, Hey! Looks like the British are retreating. Let's grab 20,000 of our greatest cavalry, rush across the three-mile front 15 times, and get slaughtered for no gain. Whoops. You know, you, you would think that if you play games like that, no matter what time period it is, that you would, if you wanted to get really good at the game, it, it would seem to me that you would want to at least read up on basic military The period? Of the period. Most good historical battle simulations, which is why the Total War series has done so well. Uh-huh. Before then, Talonsoft made a very good one as well. Um, what the hell is it? Electronic Arts actually did Fields of Glory. Or Spectrum did Fields of Glory. That's another one that was very good. These are all very good battle simulators, and a lot of them resemble the tactics used in reality, in history. Uh-huh. So, yeah, you've got the people who just mass all cavalry and then try rushing across the field hoping for a quick win. Or mass all infantry thinking they're just going to swarm you over. Right. And sometimes that kind of cheese works only because it's a game. But 98% of the time, it doesn't. Right. Desperado, Mechawk, uh, Neba, any of them will tell you the same thing. Yes, and you're absolutely right, Hounder. It, it would help to have a little, at least a little familiarity with the period that you're actually playing. Because they do try to make it as realistic as possible. Right. So that, if you're a jackass, that's the you appeal have a clue. to the game. Yeah. Right. So I, I would just think those people would already at least have the knowledge or at least look it up or something. Because obviously, if, if they're buying those kind of games, they're interested in that kind of thing. So if you're interested, then you right. want to be good at it. And if you want to get good at it, then you got to learn. Master Queef says, Amp, I'm playing Warcraft 3 again. Holy crap, I have not lost a 3v3, 4 4 one one yet in ladder. People are really bad now. Well, if the game's eight years old, most everybody's abandoned it to go to StarCraft 2. Right. And now everybody's abandoning StarCraft 2 to just quit. <laughs> All right, back to the... Uh, Back to our emails. All right. Um, <clears throat> continuing on. This one from Thess. Hey, Emperor Highlander, Thess here. Following your recommendations, I convinced my buddies to get Medieval Total War II for this week's land party. Needless to say, it was awesome. Had a particularly impressive 3 verse 2 battle with the number of disadvantaged sides starting on a hill. The other attacking, tons of maneuvering and charging. At one point, my flank was collapsing and my allies' cavalry played big damn heroes. Catch the reference. Yes, I did. As, and as to why <clears throat> we play shooter games and when we have a supposed battlefield outside, you would not believe the rape you can inflict with a couple of ex-Special Forces soldiers on the controls. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I assume he's referring to Israeli commandos. I'm glad he's a fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> keep your faith in God, sir, and your powder dry, and keep your eyes to the south because things are changing rapidly for you. Shut the border, my friend. All right. Uh, that's a this or that, so we will get to that. That's from uh, Mr. Hill. Well, there's only two of them there. So. Right. Oh, you just uh, okay. Well, we'll hang on. To them. So right. We don't have like any. So okay. 
Okay. Um, we should probably get to this topic then, huh? All right. Is Bulletstorm the worst video game in the world? No. Yes. I, I, I have never played. I have no idea. No. This is the, okay, this is the Fox News article, and uh, we can read this one, and then we can read uh, Wired.com's response. Now, to like. be fair, because I'm going to throw them under the bus, too, because I, I am a Fox fan. This I was not a fan of. Obviously. They're not the only ones jumping on the bandwagon for this. They're just the ones I came across first. All right. This is according to FoxNews.com. Parents had better beware there's a bullet storm on the horizon. In the new video game Bulletstorm, due February 22nd, players are rewarded for shooting enemies in the private parts, such as the buttocks. There's an excess of profanity, of course, including frequent use of the F word. And Bulletstorm is particularly gruesome with body parts that explode all over the screen. You know what I, I, I happen to remember? Hmm. Wasn't Inglorious Bastards had the exact same thing? Yeah. And any movie by Quentin Tarantino? Thank you. Continue. Right. But I don't believe children can go see that movie. Unless, oh, unless could, with their parents' permission. I bet I could get uh, the princess in to see one of those movies. If, if she's with you, yes. That's perfectly legal. Yeah. But not, not on her own, though. Oh, sure she could. She no, could. no. You, we did the same. rated R we movie? Did this, absolutely. We did the same shit when we were her age. We'd buy tickets to, to like, Justin Bieber, then you know, walk into a movie theater they had, I don't know, like, whatever. I, I seem to recall us getting caught at least one time we did. doing that. The in-game award system called Skill Shots ties the ugly graphic violence into explicit sex acts. Topless means cutting a player in half, while a gangbang means killing multiple enemies. And with kids as young as nine playing such games, the experts FoxNews.com spoke with were nearly universally worried that video game violence may be reaching a fever pitch. All right, so Fox News admits that it's not their opinion. They're now getting the opinions of supposed experts. Now, my question is, who makes these people experts? Apparently, it's a psychiatrist, so I guess they have at least a little bit of credibility. Before I destroy them, go ahead. Quote, if a younger kid experiences Bulletstorm's explicit language and violence, the damage could be significant. Dr. Jerry Weinkman, a clinical psychologist at the Hogue Neurosciences Institute in Southern California, told FoxNews.com. Quote, violent video games like Bulletstorm have the potential to send the message that violence and insults with sexual innuendos are the way to handle disputes and problems, Weinkman said. Carol Lieberman, and we'll be talking about her for a little bit later, a psychiatrist and book author, told FoxNews.com that sexual situations and acts in video games, highlighted so well in Bulletstorm, have led to real-world sexual violence. Quote, the increases in rapes can be attributed in large part to playing out of sexual scenes in video games, she said. The Entertainment Software Rating Board rates all video games as a guide for parents. Each game carries a letter label at retail, T for Teen, N for Mature, and an online-only summary. Lieberman and others say it's useless because it isn't enforced at retail. All right, Highlander, tell me, the rated R thing is enforced the same way at movies that they are in stores when you buy a game. It can be very easily circumvented, but they don't go after the movie theaters if somebody sneaks in. I'm not aware of them ever getting fined because a child snuck in to see a movie they shouldn't have, as opposed to like the law in California where they want to fine $1,000 if you sell a game like this right. to a minor. I honestly don't. I've not heard of a, of the, a movie theater getting... I haven't either. The hypocrisy is amazing, but continue. But just because I haven't heard of it doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Not to mention, uh, this kind of stuff goes on cable TV at any time. If you've got HBO, you could turn this stuff on anytime right. you want. You don't have to go to a movie theater. Video game advocates say the existing warning system works fine. Parents are responsible for deciding whether their kids can play games, not the government. Epic, the game's developer, did not respond to FoxNews.com's requests. But game publisher Electronic Arts released the following statement. Quote, Bulletstorm has been given an M rating by the ESRRB, and we have adhered to all their guidelines in regards to the marketing and promotion of Bulletstorm. More important, 
Defenders argue that games with excessive violence and sexual content simply don't sell well. Well, that's a bunch of crap. I knew we just talk about how uh, Modern Warfare 2 and uh, Black Ops. Or Somebody the- tell me how Grand Theft Auto is done. I'm curious. Quote, games without sufficient quantity of gameplay, games that include highly objectionable violent or, or sexual content, often pump up the level of this kind of content to gain media attention. This tactic typically fails. It can be seen in the poor sale performances of titles such as BMX, X, and Postal. Okay, but Billy Pigeon are, and Video Game Analyst with them to research. Those are extreme examples. I mean, talk, you're taking, uh, this is like taking two out of a pile of, of yes. games that have done very well. Right. Uh, the most common response is that in the U.S., game makers have the right to produce violent content. If the government restricts games, they would have to further restrict all media. Correct. Uh, let's see. Penalize. Okay, we don't have to go through. This is the, where they're talking about the Supreme Court case. Right, and this is the one where, and again, this is the, the law in California that would charge right. $1,000 for any game company, like GameStop okay. or Best Buy. That's do, you want to, so, do you want to keep reading this, or do you want to go to uh, Wired.com? Well, hang on. This is the warnings oh, okay. enough. Are the warnings enough? To be fair, the online-only ESRB warning for Bulletstorm does spell out the objectionable content, and even that is too graphic to reproduce entirely. Here is an excerpt. The dialogue contains numerous jokes and comments that reference sexual acts, venereal diseases, and having sex with one's mother. For example, guess I know where the old gal got that limp. The name of some skill shots are infused with sexual innuendo, i.e. gag reflex, rear entry, drilldo, <laughs> mile high club. I got to get that's pretty funny. One skill shot, uh, fire in the hole, allows players to shoot at enemies' exposed buttocks. <laughs> Video game publishers traditionally stay glib about the issue of violence. Microsoft, maker of the Xbox 360 console, declined to comment. Epic Games did not respond to requests, and developer did not respond. Remy Sklar, the vice president of public relations at Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment, which makes numerous video games, though is unconnected to Bulletstorm, offered the following statement, quote, We don't have a comment for that story. In the end, those who don't see a problem with Bulletstorm praise the game for being innovative. Quote, one thing that tends to be ignored is that if Bulletstorm consisted of solely of beating people up, it wouldn't be fun to play, says Hal Levy with the National Youth Rights Association. It's been praised for encouraging innovative thinking. Bulletstorm involves developing new moves and dispatching of enemies creatively. Plenty of emotionally unstable adults will play the game and they'll be fine, he said. And then this is the Wired response, This is, yeah, Wired response. Playing the rape card, media psychiatrist ratchets up anti-video game rhetoric. Pundits and legislatures have been attacking the gaming industry for decades now, pinning the blame for tragic events like the shooting at Columbine and Virginia Tech on violent video games. Like this, this week, self What are you talking about? You ever seen Bowling for Columbine? Yes. There you go. Continue. It, it has nothing. Actually, he completely goes against it. It's nothing he to hates do with Doom. Do you realize he's a member of the NRA? I don't care. He's fat. So you've obviously never seen Bowling for Columbine? Never. I've read about it, though. Okay. You've obviously read incorrectly. No, I think I read correctly. No. There's bowling at Columbine. <laughs> Putting a bowling alley in such <laughs> a right. tragic place well, is what, an what absolute travesty. I'll, I'll get you them. It's actually a pretty good No, movie. I would never watch Michael Moore. Of course you weren't. I'm good. Because that would make sense. The increase... Okay, here we go. Uh, let's see. This week, self-described media psychiatrist Carol Lieberman took that war of words one step further, claiming explicit games trigger rapes. <laughs> Uh, here's the quote again. Quote, the increase in rapes can be attributed in large part to the playing out of sexual scenes in video games. Lieberman told Fox News in an article, sensationally headlined, Is Bulletstorm the worst video game in the world? Which is the article we just talked about. Right. The story discusses the violence and sexual innuendo in developer Epic Games' upcoming first-person shooter. 
Though extremists like Jack Thompson have attacked attacked violent video games on multiple fronts in the past, this is the first time we've ever heard anyone link gaming to sexual aggression. By playing the rape card, Lieberman ratchets up the rhetoric in the crusade against violent video games. All right, first off, when was the last time you ever heard anybody say rape card? I, I, again, this is new to me. I've never heard the rape. Starting card with, I mean, the the penny arcade thing last week, and now this. I, I guess I, I'm living in a world I don't understand anymore. I, I, somehow, I have never heard of the rape. This card is passing either. by. All the games that I play, all the people I come in contact with, both in reality and online, somehow the whole rape and sexual aggression thing must have passed me by. I've been playing violent video games since I was seven, blowing up aliens on the Atari. God help me. Exactly. Uh, let's see. By playing the rape card, Lieberman ratcheted up the rhetoric in the crusade against violent video games and whipped up fury among gamers who attacked her remarks in online forums and even bombed her books with negative reviews on Amazon.com. <laughs> Good. That's funny. Despite the seriousness of Lieberman's allegations, when Wired.com asked her multiple times to clarify her comments, she failed to cite a single study, statistic, or piece of evidence that proved her point. You see, and that is the point. Perhaps it's because such studies simply don't exist. Uh, I quote, I don't know where Lieberman would get any evidence for this opinion, says Iowa State University professor Douglas A. Gentile, who studies the relationship between media and violence. Quote, there's really very little to substantiate her claims in research literature. Uh, Gentile has been researching violence in media since 1999. He has written books and studies about the psychological effects of video games. When asked by Wire.com at a phone interview, he said very few mainstream games contain any real sexual content. Explicit old games like Leisure Suit Larry and Custer's <laughs> Revenge, Gentile pointed out, are hard to find on store shelves nowadays. Okay, Leisure Suit Larry was, I mean... It was all innuendo, if I remember correctly. The of its time. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Custer's Revenge, however, is a completely is not, different animal and that you would never see a game like that again. <clears throat> no. The express, the, ex- <coughs> the express purpose of that game was, was to rape Indian women. Yes. So, and, it was, and it was pretty universally condemned by right. everyone when it came out. Right. Uh, Lieberman is, quote, extrapolating farther than science actually allows her to, Gentile said. Uh, in a phone interview with Wired.com, Lieberman claimed, quote, countless studies show a connection between video games and violence, yet she would not name any of those studies and could not name a single relevant video game. Though she did reference, quote, that game where it took place in an academy. We think she was talking about Bully, Rockstar Games' controversial satire about a troublesome school. Yeah, board. I do remember that one. I, remember, I, that- I think I own that one somewhere. Find we might have it. actually covered that. Well, how long ago did that game come uh, out? Two, it was a while ago. ago. All right, because I know ago. there was a, a shitstorm about that one, right. too. Well, it came out for PS2, so it's been, it's been a while. Okay. Yeah, been a while. Uh, there are thousands of studies, Lieberman said. I'd have to look, them, I'd have to look through them or recent ones as far as finding, that, finding one that specifically speaks about rape, and I don't have the time to do that right now. Lieberman later cited a 2010 study, quote, violent video game effects on aggression, empathy, and pro-social behavior in Eastern and Western countries. In an email to Wired.com, the study, which was headed by Professor Craig A. Anderson, Gentile's colleague at Iowa State University, does not mention sexual aggression or rape. Uh, Gentile says, quote, there are no studies linking video games to rape that I know of. All right. I, we, we can so spend we can, the rest yeah. of the night going through this and the faulty logic and everything. Right. I, I, I would encourage you to go ahead and read the article, but essentially what it comes down to is this. You have a supposed expert who is a psychiatrist, which unfortunately, uh, for, as a detriment to everybody, Gives her a measure of credibility, at least to news organizations and to scientific community. And she's also uh, like she's a, a, a media. Like she, I think she has like a radio show and she's written well, books and things. She's like so, a Dr. of Laura. course, it's yeah, it's like kind of like a Doctor Laura. Okay. Yeah. Are there games out there that is exceptionally violent and, and graphic and gory? And yes, I can, I can think of several. Yeah, right. 
Didn't we just watch your mom hates this video game dot com or whatever? There's a whole Something trailer like about that. that yeah. Dead Space Two, Manhunt. Have you ever so, seen Manhunt? Uh, yes. That's a particularly violent video game. It's actually about being the movie, isn't it? I mean, it was a very well. No, very... no. Uh, Manhunt is the, the the premise is that you're this guy on death row and you get smuggled out by this uh, right, snuff you... film director and basically you have to walk right. around alleys and... and they're trying to kill you while you're trying to get away. If you escape, you win. You get right. To go so basically, free or... the 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 more graphic you are and how you kill the people the more points you get because you're supposed to be making a snuff film, that kind of thing. They didn't love me because I killed quickly. <laughs> Speaking of all that, Spartacus uh, Gods of the Arena, the third episode's out. Looking forward to that. I have not seen any of them yet. Oh, that's um, so good. So. <sighs> anyway, you, you, you lost your train of thought. Well, no, I was looking for this. Are you not entertained? Are you not I used the Gladiator reference. I had to use that. All right, real Heck quick. Yeah. All right, so if I remember correctly, they're starting over the, the series. They're doing prequels. So what happens? Are they? That's what Spartacus is, is it not? Oh, I, I thought you were talking about Manhunt. Yeah, well, yes, with the Spartacus is like a prequel. Right, because the guy has cancer. So what happened to all like Lucy Lawless and the rest of the characters, the cast and that? They're all still there. Okay, they're just, it's just a couple years It just takes place prior. before, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, do you know who Crixus is? He was, he was a guy with Spartacus. Basically, he... It's not really about him, but it's when he gets thrown into the okay. arena for the first time, too. Because in, in, in the original series, Crixus is the champion, and he's already kicking ass. But in the very first episode, they, they pick him up from a slave ship or something. So I have not actually you seen watch him. Everybody tells me I should watch it. it is I, really I have good. not. There, there, there is a lot of violence. There's a lot of boobs going around. But, I mean, if, if that's not your thing, if you can get past that, it's a good story. Uh, <laughs> If you're interested in that time period, but which how, I am, it's very interesting. How close is it to the actual historical Spartacus? Because in, in history... The actual historical Spartacus? I mean, well, I mean, it's based on that period of history. I mean, right. the guy was... Let's be honest. Tactically, he was a dumbass. He got really lucky. He made some really stupid decisions and ended up getting himself as killed in the process. As far as the, the ambiance and everything, what everything looked like and things, it's, it's closer to accurate than other, other portrayals. Turbo lovers. But as far like, as, like... What really happened? Yes, um, I've 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 read a little about Spartacus, but everything I always read about him, it just it starts off with the rebellion. It says he was a slave, he rebelled, right? And the whole first season is about him learning to be a gladiator, and at the end of it is when he kills everyone and they leave. So as to whether it's historically accurate or not, I can't say. Okay. It probably is not. Most of I mean. There is not a great deal of historical records about him personally prior to leading the rebellion. Right, because he was one of the gladiators, right? Yeah, who the hell's going to write shit, about that? So, and was a huge Xena fan. Okay, is there a, a I, I think red-blooded straight male out there who did not find Lucy Lawless and still find Lucy Lawless hot as hell? She is. She is. She Period. still is. Yes, she was hot in Xena. She was hot in Battlestar Galactica. You ever see her in that? No. She was, she was one of the Cylons. I, believe it or not, I am on the... I finished the first season of BSG and never uh-huh. got past that. Oh, nice. Uh, Highlander, I, I, I kid you not, I have so many animes and so many movies stacked up that I just have not had a chance to watch. Once I got everything moved in and I've got the, the war room set up, uh-huh. I, I plan on doing just you that. You want to know what's strange? And I, I feel like I'm probably the last person that knows this. And if, if you already knew this, then whatever. Okay. Um, the accent that she puts on in Xena is not her real accent. She's actually a... a New Zealander. Yeah, she's uh, so uh, and that I knew. Rusty, that I didn't know because when I first saw her in Battlestar Galactica, she uses her her natural New Zealand accent. Oh, does she? Okay. So, so you you see her and you're like, "What's this accent she's putting on?" And then you realize, "Oh, that's no, I believe actually that's, how she talks." <laughs> they did almost all the filming there too. If I oh, they did. Yes, they yeah. did it all in New Zealand. So, yeah. 
Callisto was hot. Callisto was very hot. Okay. Holy God, was she hot. <laughs> so as a series, I, don't have to, I should not watch with Mystic Pam, no. Uh, Xena? No, well, no, I, no, not Xena. If you're a lesbian. No, I, 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 I want, no, not Xena. I was talking about Spartacus. Spartacus? Um, definitely not with the crown princess. Absolutely. Oh, and absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. No. Under no absolutely circumstances. Not. All right. Uh, we're, it's the top of the hour. We should take a break, but I want to get through a segment. So All right. Which, which one do you want to do? Let's do... Uh, we'll just knock out this or that real quick. Okay. All right, bitches. It's time for this or that. So I like, this I, or that. I, I like how that bounces in between the headphones there. Yeah, the left or right? Yeah, the, yeah, this is on the left side, that's on the right side. All right, we'll use Mr. Hill first, who sends this in. This All or right. that. All right, Highlander for you. Kissing Justin Bieber or Ryan Seacrest? And everyone on Friends? Okay, it's supposed so to be it's one a, or two. Right. Well, let, let's get rid of everyone on Friends, because I would have no problem kissing Courtney Cox or uh, Jennifer Aniston. Nor would I. All right, so kissing so Justin Bieber or Ryan Seacrest? Yeah, that truly is the, the disgusting of the two. Um... What makes you pedophile? What makes you gay? I know. I, I guess I'm going to have to go with Ryan Seacrest. I'd rather be perceived as gay than a pedophile. Right. I would not want to be a pedophile and gay. I would rather just be gay <laughs> if I had to be anything. This is true. Getting butt raped by Hitler or evil Santa from Futurama a thousand times over? Uh, well, I'd go with evil Santa because evil Santa doesn't actually exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I will it. defer to you on that one. For the bottom of my heart, soul, belly, and mind, join me in celebrating the joys of having Hastuni Miku as one of the few great internet idols. Glory to Vocaloids. Yeah, she's a Vocaloid. You know what those Vocaloids are? No. It's, okay, you know how there's, uh, there's programs now that computers can sound pretty close to how people talk? Okay. Okay. Vocaloids are computer programs that can sing as well as it sounds naturalistic. So what the Japanese have done is they've taken it one step further, and now they have like a hologram with like an anime girl, mm-hmm. and they have like a concert. I've seen legitimate concerts on YouTube. You mean Sharon Apple? Very much like a Sharon Apple kind of thing. Okay. So they have like a hologram of an anime girl, and they have like the smoke on there, so it looks like she's there. Real, she, right. She dances around, and the computer program, the Vocaloid, sings the songs. Okay, that's... With a, with a full backing band of, of like real people. That's exactly and it's Sharon huge. Apple. And it's that's, huge. That is what it is. It's huge over there. It's unbelievable. Crown Prince, yeah, it's Imperial, it's Princess Imperial now. We, oh, we Princess Imperial. Yeah, as it turns out, I actually, I, I don't even know why, I was, I was killing time during my break today because I forgot my book, and I was doing one of those Wikipedia things where you jump from link to link to link. Right, I've done that plenty of times. And I ended up, uh, I don't know how it went from like arsenic poisoning to Napoleon to his family. I just like you ever was, play the game where you see how how close it takes you to get to Hitler? No, you just. <laughs> It's like, the, it's like the Kevin Bacon six. It's, uh, it's very much like, like the separation. Kevin Bacon thing, but you, you you keep clicking links and seeing how close you can get before you finally get to Hitler's uh, Wikipedia page. Okay. Anyways, and I I noticed that there's an American branch, the Bonapartes, and I forgot that one of them, Lucian, got uh, banished to the United States. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I um, started reading uh, up on the extended family, and apparently the Bonapartes are still around, and and they've got the House of Bonapartes still exists. Yes, they, I, I I did know that. And although, I, although now their last name is um, Napoleon. Napoleon. They changed it, which I, I believe there's a bit of a feud over that, too. I don't know why. I, I'm not even sure why they would carry on the whole House of Bonaparte thing. I mean, I well, guess it's kind of cool from, to be... From what I read, they're actually... I mean, not a ton of people, bear, bear in mind, but people that actually want to see the Bonapartes restored, restored right. as the emperors of France. Yeah. yeah, You know, the Orleanists are out there. They want to see a king restored to you know France. And you got right. the Merovingian idiots, the... 
prior scion scam. They want, oh, Merovingians are coming back. <laughs> I guess it's kind of cool that you have an ancestor about that, but, I mean, really? I don't really Do you really think you're, you're capable? How and, does that pay the bills? Yeah, right. It doesn't, yeah. Your Imperial Majesty. I'm like, okay, My so... My great-grandfather was Napoleon. Well, that's great. Pick up a shovel. Let's go. <laughs> Dig that ditch, imp. <laughs> Anyhow, um, apparently, in, in an Imperial family, an emperor and empress... You don't have a crown prince. Oh, prince that, that would make sense. Prince it's not Imperial, a king. right? So, so I'm like, okay, well, I, Imperial. I suppose we need to correct that then if we want to be so. Know, it's, correct. it's Princess Imperial, not Imperial yes. Princess. No, Princess Imperial. I, I don't know why, but that's okay. It's a European. They're fucking euros, man. I, I, I just go by it. All right, Mass says M seems to forget his books a lot lately. Not really sure what that's referring. to. I don't know either. Okay. Uh, let's see. Manly says, I prefer the random article start. No, I, I prefer looking up. I go to Wikipedia a lot. Fred says, why don't we call him Mystic Man Empress? Well, you can. I just, everybody seems to know Mystic Man. We've called her that. For, I mean, her official title on 1G.com is that. Right. So, the Imperial Family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Imperial Family. Right. Mr. and Mrs. Imperial. Which would you rather be, a king or an emperor? Does it matter? Yes, actually, it makes a big difference. Does it really? Yes. Well, both are hereditary as far as I'm aware. Correct. Uh, I suppose if I really had to, I, I I do like the term emperor more than king. So I would have to go with emperor. Traditionally, emperors usually rule over a great more territory, many different countries. Right. In order to be an empire, you must be more than one country. Right. Kingdom is a kingdom. Right. I mean, you had Queen Elizabeth of the British Empire because it's more than one country. Right. So, But, I, but she was Empress of India, if I remember. Right. right. It was one of her titles. And I believe she still has that title. Serial? I I believe it is a honorific. <clears throat> yes. Oh, okay. Have you ever actually read all the her titles stuff? that bitch has got? No, I'm I'm, I'm sure Christ. it's ridiculous. I would shoot my herald if I had if I walked in by the grace of God, the defender of the Commonwealth, the Emperor of India, like shut up, just say Queen. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to pull it up on Wikipedia so you see this. This is outrageously. Anyways, that's one the thing too. Thing. Is I noticed that Napoleon had like a couple by the grace of God, the by the Republic of France, the, the Emperor of the French. Queen Elizabeth. Was he Emperor of the French or yes. was that Napoleon Emperor. III? That no, was Emperor Napoleon the first, the Emperor of the French. Okay, was I thought it was. First. Okay. All right, let's see if her um, honorifics are on here. I know I've seen it on Wikipedia before. Let's see if it's on your titles, oh, titles and styles. List, oh, there, there we go. List of titles and honors of Queen Elizabeth II. Oh, my God. I don't even know why I want to look this up, but it's just so... F- look at all this shit. Okay, here we go. Um, <clears throat> officially, her style and title in full was... Oh, here we go. <coughs> her Majesty, Elizabeth II, by the grace of God of Great Britain, Ireland, and the British Dominions beyond the seas, Queen, Defender of the Faith, Duchess of Edinburgh, Countess of Marioneth, Baroness Greenwich, Duke of Lancaster, Lord of Man, Duke of Normandy, Sovereign of the Most Honorable Order of Garter, Sovereign of the Most Honorable Order of the Bath, Sovereign of the Most Ancient and Most Noble Order of the Thistle, Sovereign of the Most Illustrious Order of St. Patrick, Fuck that. Sovereign of the Most Distinguished Order of St. Michael and St. George, Sovereign of the Most Excellent Order of the British Empire, Sovereign of the Distinguished Service Order, Sovereign of the Imperial Service Order, Sovereign of the Most Exalted Order of the Star of India, Sovereign of the Most Eminent Order of the Indian Empire, Sovereign of the Order of the British Empire, or British India, Sovereign of the Indian Order of Merit, Sovereign of the Order of Burma, Sovereign of the Royal Order of Victoria and Albert, Sovereign of the Royal Order of King Edward, 
Edward VII, Sovereign of the Order of Merit, Sovereign of the Order of the Companions of Honor, Sovereign of the Royal Victorian Order, Sovereign of the Most Venerable Order of the Hospital of St. John of Jerusalem. Which I can't for the life of me figure out why the hell the hospitalers would give her anything. She's uh, not, isn't that a Catholic organization? It's the Knights. It's the Knights Hospitaller. Right. That's, yes. that's Catholic. Yes. Okay. She ain't Catholic. No, she's not Catholic. My, but you know the British controlled Malta, so I wonder if that maybe it's just something kind of just stuck rolled with into it. that. Yeah. And this, of course, doesn't include all the different Commonwealth realms like Australia, New Zealand, Canada, and all the rest of them. Right. For whatever reason, Ben. No, I, I don't think they say that every single time she's introduced. It's probably uh, like some I said, sort I would, of thing. Like I know. said, I would shoot my herald if they did that for me. I'm like, just shut up. Oh, is this the show over yet? What? Wow. Onan wants to get. Okay, would you rather shoot Onan or decapitate him with a sword? Both. <laughs> Will Highlander finish before his voice dies? Highlander needs before more Before my racism. voice dies? Yes, because you just kept on going. Oh, I see. That's what I was talking about. Like, He's got a huge title. Shoot him. <laughs> Barry's like, just shoot him. Mace's sword. Force him to listen to Beaver for 10 hours straight. Ugh. You could use a gun blade from Final Fantasy Eight. And do both. And do both. Nice. Yes. There well, you go. Well played. I, I do have to. I have no more of this or that. So I actually would not. I don't have this any of this. Uh, we well, haven't done it in so do long. We, do you still have the. Uh, I leave this right there. Okay. I'll, I'll go get it. Actually, top shelf in the left. It's one of the things I did not pack yet. I got everything. This place is like a ghost town now. I mean, I've got so much of my stuff over to the new house. There's just nothing here. All right. So we actually have the book. Consult the book. I'm thinking, Highlander, we're probably going to go over tonight. You know, one of these days, when the, the very first show we do right. from the new place, okay. I, I propose that we, we get some coffee and stuff, and, and we actually do the all-nighter that we keep talking about, but never actually get around. Then I'm bringing in extras. We got a third mic. If we, have, we don't have enough money left over, so we get a fourth mic. We're going to bring in Legal Tender and Baron and Varyar and Desperado and the rest, and we're going to have the different guests walking in because we're going to be dead <laughs> by the end of the night. We're just going to be to- trash. All right, here, here we go. Would you rather marry someone who is kind but not really in love with you or marry someone who treats everyone else terribly and disrespectfully but totally adores you? Uh, totally adores me. Of course. I I, I, say, like, as shit. soon as I read that, I knew what the answer was going to yep. be. <laughs> this, is, this is not a... There we go. Uh, eat 16 ounces of coffee skin. That's the film on top after the cup has been left out for a couple days. Or two gallons of beer foam. I don't drink either one. Uh... Wow, they both taste like garbage. Yes. And the Baron Blitz, we'll do the Baron Blitz that night. And we'll take phone calls. We're going to have to take phone calls at night. It'll be dead. It'll be, it's going to be like 5 a.m. Those will be listening. Who the hell is going to be beer calling foam, in at 4.30 in the morning? I'll yeah, okay, here, okay. I'll mind. let you do a couple. Well, I'm just saying, it's going to be like 5 o'clock in the morning. We're going to be going, and there's going to be no one listening to us. Be like Probably not. Three guys in Norway, and they'll be three, like, three hardcore, you know. I lost it the whole time. We'll, we'll have to give out T-shirts, you know. Would you rather be surrounded by dozens of sharks? Or have only one shark nearby with no risk of more arriving but while you're bleeding. I'd rather be surrounded by dozens of sharks because as far as I've ever read, every time you're bleeding, it, it makes them go crazy right. and they want to kill you. So. I think I would take the one that I'm bleeding because I can fight one. I can't fight a dozen if they decide to eat me. Uh, you know, the United enough. States has more shark attacks than anywhere place in the world. Yeah, but there's so Florida few shark attacks. I've, I've actually read that more people get killed by vending machines than they do by sharks. All right, would you rather accidentally run over your best friend and kill your best friend's cat, don't you dare, with your car, or be forced to eat a small poodle that you never met? I'd, I'd eat the poodle. Who cares? It's, you, it's just a poodle. What, are you Korean? Maybe. I'm gonna take the I hear good things. I'll, I'll take the Chinese answer. I'll eat the poodle. 
Uh, they probably would have eaten I've, a cat. Did, did I ever tell you about my uh, friend in the three squeaks? I don't think so. No? I didn't know you had a friend. I have many friends. This particular friend of mine um, lived in China for a while. And uh, it, it, it was a, a person who's been a guest at uh, several anime conventions. But uh, they were an animator. They were running a studio in Thailand and went to China for some you know, vacation or whatever. Got horribly drunk and decided to go to this little like dive. Like the equivalent of like a Chinese dive or whatever. Okay. So they, and they, swears to me that it happened. I mean, I wasn't there. He could be lying, but I'd, she's never lied to me before. I don't see why she'd be lying about this in particular. They ordered something called the Three Squeaks. They, in Chinese, it's Three Squeaks. I can't pronounce what okay. it is. In that. But what they do is they take a pregnant rat, and they cut it open in front of you. And it's called the Three Squeaks because there's one squeak when they cut them open. There's one squeak when you pick it up. And then there's one final squeak when you eat it. So in essence, you're eating rat babies. Somehow when I want to go to the Walk of the Falls to get Chinese, that's never on the menu. No, it never is. Supposedly, that, that, that actually happened. There was, there was, some sort, there was a, uh, a panel going on, and someone asked what was the most disgusting thing they ever ate. And people were like, well, I accidentally ate a fly once, and you know, this, that, and the other. You know, I had a, one of those... You know, they ever had those like chocolate covered grasshoppers? Yes. And then and then she was like, No, no, I have the thermonuclear weapon of disgusting things that, that would story. win. And it did indeed and win. Gross hands out contest, down. he is God. <sighs> Magica. Everybody's telling me about Magica. I guess I gotta pick this game up. What is Magica? I guess you're like a wizard and you fight monsters. It's kinda like in a way it's kinda like Diablo. Except you there are different elements that you get that you can mix together to build spells. What they don't tell you is what elements you have to mix to get what spells. You basically have to experiment to figure out what different things do. Okay. Like if I mix earth, earth, earth with one thing of wind and one thing of fire, I get something. Okay. You know, it, it's just, apparently it's, yeah, unless it's kind of like Gauntlet or, you know, against Diablo works too. But you have to kind of chain your stuff together to make a spell and then it just fires. And there's hmm. different things that you have to just kind of explore. There's really no... Yeah, Magic is the most innovative game of the whole 2011. We're only we're only like a month and a half in. So, but it's it's only it's like a, a 13 guys got together, nine guys got together, decided to make this out of Sweden or some shit like that. Hmm, okay, it's like an independent game, and it's just taking off like mad. It's just it's going Wait, nuts. You play it on the PC or is it? Uh, yes. Um, okay. Uh, apparently, Total Biscuit did something on Magic. Magic. I'll have to check that out. So, I guess we have a lot of Total Biscuit crossover listeners. Well, I guess that makes sense. I wonder how TV's doing. I haven't talked to him in a couple of weeks. I believe the last I talked to him, he was trying to get to the States again. Wow, really? Digi yeah, says it's more similar that. to Gauntlet, but the casting system is awesome. Now, I think he's trying to get to L.A. or something like that. Oh, because that's where uh, everybody is. That's where everybody is? Yes. Well, I mean, think about it. Everybody in the gaming industry, especially in voice actors. I mean, that's where Yeah, or Dallas, if you want to do, uh, you know. I don't think it's really ways. I, I think his wife would be perfect for that. Right. For the voice acting for animated stuff in, in Texas. That, that would be so much fun to do. Uh, yeah, but it isn't you know? It doesn't pay really a whole pay lot. the bill. Yeah, no. I mean, you've you've got to you have to go out there and hustle yourself. You know, a lot. Martyrdom says, Emperor One G, if you send me your Steam ID, I'll gift it to you. All right, is that by name? Steam ID, shit. Let me do that right now. Let's see. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Wait, yeah, it's only ten bucks to even if you want to buy it. It's only ten bucks. Yeah, I, yeah. I have no I idea just, what your Steam. I gotta Steam pull it up is. here. I I I I switched my name, and I, I hate to do that, but. A couple months ago, I'm also tell a story. Um, some people from the show, uh, for whatever reason, really 
wanted to play with me in various games. Uh-huh. And every time I logged on to Steam, would not stop pelting me with requests. I'm in game with the guys playing like Team Fortress 2, pelting with requests. I'm in playing Napoleon, pelting with requests. I have asked Desperado. I have not been on uh, Steam a great deal in the last couple months, other than a few minutes here and there to talk to people because of this. And I keep switching my name. Just so people, and it seems when I switch my name, people leave me alone. I see Desperado switched his name too for the same reason. I see. Um, yeah, he's playing under that name. So I let me see what the hell my Steam ID is, because uh, I've never actually looked. To be quite honest with you, how do you find it? I don't. I don't know. Change user, Steam client updates, settings, uh, change profile name. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know what my Steam ID is, to be quite honest. I mean, my, hang on. Let's check IRC. I'm sure they're telling me right now. Oh, I go to this. Story down with the upper. Yeah, I mean, it's just a quick one. Uh, do a stream of Magicka First Impressions. You know what? I might do that, Fretz. I might do that. All right. Like we do with Dying in Darfur. Fair uh, enough. My... Steam ID is Emperor. If you want to use my email address, it should be Emperor1G at Cox.net. That hasn't changed. Account. Let's click on account. Okay, account name is Emperor1G, all one word. Okay. Contact email Emperor1G at Cox.net. So Emperor1G, all one word, is my account name. Uh, and you're in good standing. I should be. I don't really, you know, cause a whole lot of trouble. <laughs> you don't try to hack the Steam? On my account, anyways. Uh, yeah, I know it's set for, thank you, Theranos. Right now I got it set for Emperor, but, uh, the Steam account name is Emperor1G. So, thank you, Theranos. Yeah, I can see what my name is. <laughs> You're Emperor, by the way. No shit. Wow. <laughs> uh, Theranos got my back. In other nerds, water's wet. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I want to add M to their friends. All right, one more, uh, this or that. Yes. I totally forgot we were doing this. Uh, yeah, we're doing this. The, the gotta, whole thing took so we're long take, to do. We're going to take a small break, and we're going to come back and do Jeez, more we got to, like... Barrel through the end. Ha- would you rather have food poisoning and be forced to eat what made you sick or have to smell tequila during a severe tequila hangover? I've never had a tequila hangover, so I'm going to have to go with the tequila. I have had food poisoning before. Not fun at all. I got it from uh, Fridays. Remember they, they yes. have those uh, green bean fries? Yes. Yeah, I got sick from Miriam those. Miriam or Mystic Mim had can't those eat, once. Can't Same eat thing. them anymore. Yep. Nope. I mean, they Swear were bad. But then when I got sick, it was like, well, I can't have those anymore. I've had food poisoning several times before. I've never had a hangover um, for obvious reasons. I've never so, had a hangover either, although I have gotten drunk. Uh, the key is uh, liquids. You have to keep drinking keep water. Keep yourself, yes. Yeah, because that's what a hangover is. It's uh, dehydration. So as long as you drink a bunch of water before you go to bed, despite how much you've had to drink, you should be okay. I guess I would take the hangover then. Only cause I, I yeah, I, I, I guess I'd take the hangover. I'm attached yeah. to the toilet every time I've had food poisoning because you're just there. Yeah, yeah. I was there. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break here. Um, when I, when I, when we come back. Thank you. Yes. It's really I. When we oh, come really? <laughs> well, then, well, then the rest of these segments are all yours, buddy. Knock them out of the park. All right, written. I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, folks, we're going to take a very quick break, um, probably in about five, six minutes, and we'll bring up, we'll wrap up the show after a couple of articles. We still have the quickening. That's stupid video game of the week. Yes. Forbidden, Forbidden knowledge. knowledge. Shit, we got everything to do. All right, yeah. folks. Keep it right here. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised.
listening to The Emperor's Court here on VTW Productions. Get down on your knees. I know I would. So listen up, boy. Or pornography starring your mother will be the second worst thing that happens to you today. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here at The Emperor's Court. Here on First World Productions, I know I'm echoing there. I've turned it off. I'm your host, The Emperor, joined in studio by Highlander. Always a pleasure. And why are you giving me that look? Nothing. I was just waiting for you to uh, throw it over Do to me. Do the so intro? Can, yeah. All right. So we have forbidden knowledge. Let's get yes. that out of the way first. All right. And I am intrigued because you're talking it up here. So I, yeah. I, I'm intrigued to see what this is going to be about. And now it's time to learn something that you shouldn't. It's time for Highlander's Forbidden Knowledge. All right. Forbidden Knowledge here with... Already, no, you gotta. You can close that one. It's Is this show. it? It's okay, show so we'll click on. Yeah, get rid of that. Forbidden knowledge. Here we go. How to flavor trip? You probably never even heard I've of this. Have you? Never heard of this. I thing. didn't. Not many people have. <laughs> flavor trip. Flavor trip. Okay. This is interting. I wouldn't mind actually trying this on the show. I was going to run to the bathroom, but now I'm intrigued. I want to actually stay here. And this is this is actually interesting. I think you might okay. get a kick on this. What of the newest trends sweeping the world are flavor tripping parties? Which sounds like it involves insert illegal drug here, but actually perfectly legal. It involves using Sinsnaplum dulfisium, commonly known as miracle fruit. When you eat miracle fruit, which is a small berry that has a taste of a mild cranberry, a protein in the fruit called miraculin literally binds to the taste buds in your tongue. If you recall from school, your tongue has five sets of taste buds, sweet, sour, salty, savory, and bitter. The miraculin in the miracle fruit shuts down your sour receptors and rewires your sweet receptors to read acids from sour foods as sugars from sweet foods. For maximum effect, the crushed berry should be held in your mouth for about a minute and spread all over your tongue. Then, for about an hour, the miraculin will make all sour foods taste sweet. Sweet foods will taste about the same and other flavors will remain unaffected. Because miraculin is a protein, heat will destroy the effect so the berry can't be cooked and heated foods won't taste any differently. Eventually, saliva washes away the miraculin and your tongue returns to normal. The possibilities for diabetics or dieters who would like a sweet treat but don't want the calories are endless. Sadly, not here in America, though, as the Food and Drug Administration labeled it a food additive after receiving pressure, allegedly, from the sugar industry. However, as I mentioned earlier, flavor-tripping parties are a big underground hit right now. People gather to consume the berry and then taste different foods together. No light show or hallucinogenics needed, just an assortment of tart and sour foods like citrus fruits, dill pickles, sauerkraut, cheese. Then guests marvel at how lemons and limes taste like candy or how rhubarb tastes like sugar. Spicy foods, such as hot mustard and Tabasco sauce, may generate an interesting reaction because you don't taste the burn, but you will feel it in your nose and throat. Be prepared to pay, though, because a single berry costs about $2. Think of the possibilities with weight loss that yes. would be included in that. That's, that's why uh, people try to... It happened in the 1970s. Uh, really? They, they tried to bring it over in America, and according to the articles I read, the, the guys that were trying to... Um, get it past the FDA, uh, started receiving threatening phone calls. Huh. People were chasing them, that kind of stuff. So that's why I put the allegedly. Like they, they claim it was people from the sugar industry trying to you know, bully them into getting I, rid of the product. I have never heard of that, but apparently it's been around for a while then, huh? It's been around for a very long time, yeah. All right. By the way, while you were reading that, uh, Magica finished downloading to my system. Fantastic. So 
four megabytes, what the hell it was, download pretty quick or seven hundred forty. Yeah, you can buy them at uh, there's a there's a guy who sells them online. I think MiracleFruitMan.com. But you can't get them here in America. Um, there's they don't sell because it's a food additive, which means technically you can't put it in food. But you could like buy it like I, it's it's really complicated. I started reading it. It was like I don't give a crap. But uh, you can buy them online and then what happens is they have to freeze dry them because you can't preserve them right because it's it's live fruit they go bad in a day or two so that's how that's how they get them shipped barry says this miracle fruit party idea was featured on an episode of csi and i and i the guy used the effect to drink a chick into drinking bleach okay that wouldn't work because bleach isn't sour right all, mu- all, all it does is it makes sour stuff taste sweet onan, onan says your mouth tastes like 20 percent of the sour the rest of the taste comes from the aroma spreading into your nose okay well, no, that's that's um, yeah, that's like with anything. Far less than that, is, your you know, nose detects several thousand different chemicals, yes. while your tongue only tastes a few dozen. Got it. Okay, so but it does work. Two bucks a how big's a berry? Uh about the size of a coffee bean. Two bucks for that? Two bucks. There's, Suck my ass. They I don't. Uh, there, there's not that many uh, plants, as far as I'm aware. Well, you would think that since it's been around since the 70s, people would be crossbreeding like mad. That's what I thought. To try and get some nurseries going. Maybe we should go into the berry business. Maybe we should. Yeah. Oh, Turbo Lover. That's a comment that I'm not, that's just not going to. It's not going to. Nope, nope. No. We're not going to go there. Funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Okay. I don't think that uh, Mystic Man would say it would. Uh, I'm not I don't, even yeah. about to sour. No, no, that's I'd go with bitter. <laughs> uh, so about the size of Highlander's balls. Oh, oh, and just as cheap. Exactly. But there's no market for those. Ah. there might be. There's only two. Mail on so Mail Online. DailyMail.uk. Generation Net. The youngsters who prefer their virtual life to the real world. I came across this while on break a couple of days ago and I nabbed it, thinking, all right, this should be interesting because we've discussed something like this before. Uh-huh. Quote Children are often happier with their online lives than they are with reality, a survey has revealed. They say that they can be exactly who they want to be, and as soon as something is no longer fun, they can simply hit the quit button. The study also shows that despite concerns about online safety, one in eight young people is in contact with strangers, one on the web, and often lies about their appearance, age, and background. (gasps) Gasp. Researchers for children's charity Kidscape assessed that the online activities of 2,300 11 to 18-year-old kids from across the UK found that 45% say they were sometimes happier online than their real lives. The report, Virtual Lives, It Is More Than a Game, It Is Your Life, Lays bare the attitudes of children, uh, children today to the Internet and includes revealing insights into how they feel when they are on the web. One, excuse me, one told researchers, quote, it's easier to be who you want to be because nobody knows you. And if you don't like the situation, you can just exit and it's over. Wow. If only real life was like that. If you don't like it, you can just. Uh, I, I believe that's called suicide. There you go. See, life comes with a quit button. That's right. You just got to be a little inventive to get it. Another said, you can say anything online. You can talk to people that you don't normally speak to, and you can edit your picture so you look better. It's as if you are a completely different person. One teenager admitted the only place for he or she felt comfortable admitting they were gay was on an anonymous internet forum. Around 47% 
of children said they behave differently online than they did in their normal lives, with many claiming it would make them feel more powerful and confident. You know, because when you're running around with a shotgun shooting things, I would feel more powerful too. Right. Psychotherapist Peter Bradley, who is also deputy director of Kidscape, said that the desire for many to adopt a different identity online was a cause for concern because the children were being divorced from reality. No kidding. Around 10% said they changed aspects of their appearance and their personality for their online activity. Mr. Bradley warned the children were still lacking serious risks with encounters, still taking serious risks, sorry, putting themselves or their friends in danger. Quote, we are we're alarmed by the number of risks being taken by teenagers while online. Safe online behavior is taught in schools, but teenagers seem to be unable to relate the risks to themselves. Well, let's see. In high school, they taught us the you know dangers of drinking, of sex, of drugs, of cigarettes, and yet kids still do those things. I'm just saying. Well, part of this article really doesn't surprise me all that much. I mean, it's really all that is what you talked about is just a virtual extension of real life. I mean, you're talking about kids change their appearance. Well, how many people go through plastic surgery in their lives? You know, millions of people do that. Right. You know, people change their names all the time. People even do things just like dyeing their hair or, you know, shaving off a mustache or, you know, or anything like that. So really, I I'm not too surprised that that article is claiming what it This claims. phenomena came with the invention of the internet. Even back then, it was a pretty, I mean, common sense result that it's just like the fuckwad theory. You know, total anonymity, anonymity right. plus an audience equals fuckwad. Exactly. This is the same thing. Total anonymity plus the internet with an audience means you can be and act however you like to. Mm-hmm. Do you think most people act in everyday life, at work, at school, in relationships with other people, like they do online, in-game? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because if people act in reality like they do on the internet, we'd have murders left and right up and down every street in the country. True. Every, every street in the world. You can't act like that in the real world where decorum and morals and you know social behavior is... Now, here's, here, here's a question I want to pose to you. Okay. Do you think that people that are on the internet that are acting the way that you're describing do you think that's how they really are or do you think it's just a way of just letting off steam and they actually are decent normal people but this is just their way of you know blowing off frustration or disappointment or whatever it's kind of like office space where they beat the hell of the printer in the in the field Mm -hmm. the frustrations kind of boil up (coughs) i think people act like that because they can because you're getting away with it. You're doing something that is not socially acceptable. And you can get away with it without any kind of repercussions for a little while. Right. And I think that's why a lot of people do it. It, it could be a blow steam. It may be a coping mechanism for some people. But I think ultimately it's just, I want to be bad. And I can do this and get away with it for a little while. And then go back to being the normal person I should be. Hmm. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Okay. Fair enough. But again, that doesn't surprise me. It worries me because even today I've noticed, um, especially with kids with the prawn prince, the princess imperials <laughs> age. See, I got to do it too. That their interaction with each other are a lot different than they were when I was her age, even with the generation prior to her. Um, the kids that were a few years older. They, uh-huh. rea- they react to each other differently. I mean, Lord knows you could never leave your house again and still interact with everybody you ever wanted to. Right. 
with Facebook, with Skype, with Twitter, with IRC, with texting on your phone, with any number of things. Sure. If you really didn't want to interact with anybody ever again, you could do it. And I think that's the trap that people who've been born into never knowing anything prior to the Internet or prior to knowing you know, smartphones and text messages and the rest. That's the habit that they're kind of falling into is that you know, your one-line, five-word text carries more meaning than a five-minute conversation with somebody. Because mm-hmm. you just you can't do it. It's socially awkward, socially inept. And I think that's why a lot of people are more comfortable being online, because they really haven't learned to interact with people in the real world. And this didn't say, if you noticed, you know, it, it wasn't pointing out these were, you know, social outcasts or ugly kids or retards or what have you. Right. This was everybody. 45% of 2,300 people, those a lot of would be considered normal people good-looking people, et cetera. There isn't some kind of social stigma attached to them that forces them onto online right. as opposed to talking to people in the real world. And I don't really see that changing. And I, we can say it's sad that people are just kind of you know, boxing themselves up in their houses, but really that's what they're doing. More kids play MLB 2009 or 2010 on their PlayStations than actually go out and play in the baseball diamond. Hunter, I can't tell you the last time I saw kids playing on the sandlot down the street around the corner from us. We would be there when the weather was good every friggin' day. Well, at Nintendo's, we still went out and played it. Not so much anymore. And I, I guess that's I, I'm broadening the argument a little bit, but right, you get where I'm going with this. I do get where you're going with this. I, I don't know. I, I I don't think it's something that you can hold back. I mean, on, on an individual basis, you can do that, but as far as a a, a cultural thing, I think that's going to be the way it goes. I mean, I, I don't know how far it's going to go. I don't think it's going to go, the pendulum's going to swing all the way to, right. you know, we don't ever talk to each other or we don't go out in public right. or that kind of, you know, kind of like, uh, you ever see, do you see that Bruce Willis movie, Surrogates? No. Everyone, everyone has like a robot that looks like them, but the ideal version of them. I saw The Net with uh, and Sandra Bullock. Okay. Same idea. Kind of. Sort of. But anyways, sort of. they react with everybody through their surrogate. Through their, yeah, through their surrogate, yeah. So they don't ever leave the house, ever. Nymph says, uh, there is no real life, only AFK. Okay. Um, Digit says, around here, there's still a lot of white-black prejudice, so I could clearly understand wanting an escape as a teenager. I'm curious, Digit, where exactly do you live? I, I don't know. I'd be interested to find that out. Right. Um, I was going to go somewhere with that, but I <laughs> derailed. You're getting tired. Well, I I put in fifty some hours this week. I, I'm and I worked eight hours this morning. I was up at seven. I didn't get home till three thirty. Well, why don't well, we go with the uh, why don't we go with the stupid video game moments? Yeah, we've week. only got about uh, twenty minutes left in the show. We're going to go over a little bit. Um, I wasn't really looking to go a ton over, but right. Oh, I I I know where I was going to go with this. Is that if these kids are having a hard time interacting with each other, everything's going to be online. They have to understand, if I don't like it, I can just press the button and quit. You can't do that in life. If you had a bad day at work, you can't just quit and go away. You can, but there's repercussions for yes. that. You know, I don't like the way my life is going. Well, you just can't quit or you're dead. You know, If you don't like your parents, you just can't quit. You can, but again, there's repercussions. Yes. When you quit a game and walk away, there are no repercussions. It's a bad habit to get into. Southeastern Nectucky. Oh, uh, well. I did not know that those relations were that bad. She lives in 1860s Alabama. Okay. 
I would say 2010 Alabama probably is uh, not too Jim different. Crow is doing as alive and well, apparently. Uh, apparently you have one that just came in. Eh, we'll save it for... Oh, it's that, uh, that other guy. I believe he's the one that's sending the uh, this or that. I believe it All is. All right, let's do the stupid video game moment of the week. From across the information superhighway, we have collected the stupidest moments in video game history. All righty, so we're going to have to go ahead and click on that link there. Courtesy of GameSpy, the stupidest moments in gaming. Every gamer worth their salt has done something irrefutably dumb during a game. Chalk it up to the effects of a 10-hour-long marathon session, childlike naivete, or good old-fashioned ignorance. But these mistakes define us as gamers. Just as our parents' generation asked the question, where were you when JFK was assassinated? Our generation will pull as a similar important query. Where were you when you discovered you could shoot food in Gauntlet? Really? Here are some of the stupidest things gamers have done since the dawn of video games. Sorry, I forgot I had the echo on. The listening in our ears. Sorry. My apologies. Go ahead. All right. Along with a handy stupid index rating. Remember, there's no such thing as stupid people, just stupid moments in gaming. All right. Here we go. Courtesy of GameSpy. The stupid moment. Running out of ammo and then saving the game before the final boss. (laughs) Ha! The game Resident Evil. The original Resident Evil's focus on horror was executed by pitting gamers against hordes of monsters with limited ammo. What's scarier than wondering if you have enough bullets to kill the next monstrosity? I'll tell you what, saving the game before the last boss, only to realize you don't have enough ammo to take him down. This frustration is exacerbated by the fact that you have to fight the final boss not once, but twice in quick succession. This is true. Sure, the tyrant is a bit sluggish in the first battle after his test tube nap is rudely interrupted, but on the helipad he can dash around and skewer you. Even if you manage to take him out the first time with nothing but a knife, chances are you'll perish waiting for Chicken Heart Brad to drop the rocket launcher. So time to man up and start the game from scratch, learning a valuable lesson. Don't kill zombies with your bazooka, Rambo. The stupid moment, destroying health-restoring items, the game, Gauntlet. Sure, the original coin-op classic let the kids with the richest parents basically pump in buckets of tokens for unending health. But every credit counted for those of us who had only $5 to spend before leaving the hallowed neon ground of the arcade. I'll tell you what, yeah. It was all the more horrifying then to discover that the health-restoring food found amidst the game's keys and hordes of ghosts could be shot and destroyed. Then insult was added to injury when the booming voice that accompanied the turkey trashing taunted us for our poor aim. Most arcade rats remember accidentally shooting the food during the oft-hectic battles that that raged during each level. Collateral damage and gauntlet could be measured not by civilian body count, but by the number of whole turkeys decimated during the rush <laughs> to a level's conspicuously marked exit. Then there were those douchebags who would shoot the food despite you, knowing full well you were running low on health and tokens. All you could hope for was the jerk to mistakenly insert his token into your character's assigned coin slot, netting you health and the chance to repay the favor. Wizard need foods badly? Too effing bad. The stupid moment. Throwing away important information included with the game. The game, Star Tropics. Before Al Gore invented the internet, we had just three ways to glean game secrets. Friends, magazines, and strategy guides. Either we called up a pal to learn the trick to beating a tough boss, waited for our monthly subscription to Nintendo Power to arrive, or blew two weeks of allowance on a strategy guide. One game in particular came with not only a unique method of endowing games with vital knowledge, but also the possibility of screwing them over. A password required to progress in the game Star Tropics was included with the instructions, written on a letter from the protagonist Mike Jones's uncle. 
And if you think that was savvy, the only way to make the numerical chord appear was to douse the map with water. Back then it seemed like everything could be made cooler simply by spritzing with water and making a change. Winter gloves, t-shirts, and yes, even secret maps for NES tapes. The downside to this was when your mom would tear through your room cleaning and end up tossing the secret map in the trash before you had a chance to write it down or use it. Even worse, you might not have even pieced this together at all, despite the game's clues. Sorry, Mike Jones, but your submarine ain't going anywhere, no matter how hard you hit the robot pilot with your strangely powerful yo-yo. The stupid moment. Copying down I the wrong password this. after hours of playing. This. The game Mega Man. Okay, you know what? Not just Mega Man. Any game in the NES. <coughs> yeah, all those, Man, all those Nintendo Mike games. Tyson's punch out. All that shit was the same thing. Or when the zero and the O were the same. Yes, I hated that. Oh! Modern gamers are spoiled by memory cards, save states, and ridiculously large hard drives where the only possible reason to own one is to store hundreds of gigs of porn. <laughs> Old school gamers were stuck using passwords. If you wanted to pick up where you last died, you broke out a pen and paper and copied down a long string of alphanumeric sequences that make Wii friend codes look reasonable. Capcom, ever the industry innovator, decided those number and letter-based passwords just weren't good enough. It implemented a convoluted system that required gamers to draw a 5x5 tic-tac-toe board on scratch paper and color in specific squares with red orbs. This led to widespread facepalming as kids, eagerly anticipating a showdown with Dr. Wily, discovered that they had misplaced a red orb, or three, and had to face off with all his robotic masters again. Plus, never having a working red marker for, from art class made for pathetic drawings of Mario that your teacher assumed was an actual plumber or an unflattering picture of your dad. Let's go to page two. Here we go. The stupid moment. Putting in more tokens to play co-op in the arcade during a tough boss fight, only to discover that it was the final boss. The game Final Fight. Playing through the entirety of Final Fight in co-op mode was a rite of passage for gamers, the nerd equivalent of their first Hummer. Another rite of passage was being killed by a wheelchair-bound boss and inserting more tokens so your partner didn't have to go it alone against the bastard. Seconds later, the jerk is flying out the window of a skyscraper. You and your co-op buddy high-five over a swan dive into concrete, ready for the next level. And the credits roll. All that was missing was an ending stream that read, Congratulations! You spent 50 cents to beat up a wheelchair-bound man for five seconds. Please play again. The stupid moment. Playing a new game for the first time and getting killed by the first enemy. The game, Super Mario Brothers. That happens to the princess all the time. (laughs) Being killed by the first enemy in a modern game is nothing to get upset over. Usually they're brutally strong space mutants or evil hell spawn with fire shooting out of their ass or... Well, that's basically it these days. But back in the day... Getting ganked by the very first enemy you faced made you feel stupid, especially when said enemy was a waddling brown mushroom-shaped lump of pixels, whose only attack was a mean look and the unimpressive ability to walk briskly from right to left. It's no surprise that the Goomba is one of the best-known enemies in gaming. After all, it's single-handedly responsible for making an entire generation of gamers feel competent. The embarrassment of being killed by the most useless enemy in Bowser's army isn't easily shirked. Chances are most gamers spent the rest of their formative years trying desperately to compensate for such an embarrassing incident. This explains the masochistic desire to play Blaster Master. By beating the most difficult, frustrating game ever, gamers felt they could somehow be redeemed for running face-first into the stupidest, most defenseless enemy ever. I think The Adventures of Bayou Billy is the hardest video game ever. I hated that game. You ever, ever played that hated game? Hated that, yes, yeah. I did. I think that's the hardest game ever, in my opinion. 
All right, the stupid moment. I think this is the last stupid moment. Spending 20 minutes repelling a seemingly endless enemy attack from a safe position and realizing all you needed to do was reach a nearby building. The game, Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. To paraphrase Mark Twain, imagine you're a Call of Duty 4 player. Now imagine you're an angry racist dolt. But I repeat myself, all joking aside, there's a perplexing mechanic included in all Call of Duty titles that many gamers experience for the first time ever when their franchise finally ditched rusty garage for dot-sided M16s. Whether you sarcastically dub it the Call of Lazy Game Design or applaud it as a test of patience and endurance, endlessly responding enemies are enough to make even the brightest gamer feel dim. And the obscenity-spewing online circle runners know as Call of Duty 4 players aren't too smart to begin with. That's two. If Al-Qaeda was capable of magically spawning soldiers in caves like the fictional terrorists in this game, while all we could do was call in a UAV, we'd be completely screwed. Unless, of course, boot camp drill instructors began teaching recruits to rush blindly toward an invisible arbitrary spot in the battlefield that would stem the tide of enemies. A quick addition to the U.S. Army field manual could rectify the situation and also correct the assumption by FNGs that sewing a patch onto their uniforms and saying it gives them the ability to take more bullets is not advised. But frag times three for the win. And there we have it. I believe that's ten of them. Ten stupid moments in video games. From GameSpy.com. From GameSpy.com. Make sure we get that in there. God, a lot of this. This guy who wrote this must be as old as we are. Because, I, I mean, look at all those. Like, they said Bayou Billy. I'm like, oh, my God. I remember when Baron had that game. He's the one that actually owned yeah, it. Yeah, I've, I've never played Blaster uh, Master, but I've, I've always I have, felt that the adventure of Bayou Billy was the I played Blaster Master. It's, it's which, which one do you think was harder? I will be honest. I played Blastmaster through it all. I played about twenty minutes of Biobility, and I just got sick of it. But you know, I didn't like the game itself, let alone the fact that it was difficult. I gotta tell you, you know, it's hard. Uh, you remember that uh, Captain N, the Game Master? Yes, uh, that was the, the TV show. The TV show on the TV show that was the only game that Captain N never was able to beat. The Master Blaster? No, the Adventures or, of Biobility. Oh, Biobility. Yes, that should tell you how difficult it was. When even Nintendo themselves is saying, "Boy, that was a really tough game." You know, and I'm I'm not adverse to having tough games. Uh, you know, I well, I there's there's a difference between difficult and, and then impossible. Then you just you're stuck in one place. You know, you can't go forward. You know, you can't go back. It's it's very frustrating. I was looking at the poll results of those uh, those polls I told you about earlier in the uh, VTW forums, the general forums. There are three polls up there. We need you to vote on yes, uh, most interactive show, the live or podcast, and which show would be. Most beneficial converting over to the video, uh, video, a uh, video cast or video broadcast. Now, keeping in mind, Highlander, these are going to be skewed a little bit because we talked about it on our show, of course, and we do have a lot of listeners that will go and do what we tell them. We'll see how this evens out, and that's why I have it running for uh, a couple of weeks. Well, I suggest, and they took my suggestion, luckily, because they were just going to do it for like a week, and like if you do that you're not going to get a good enough bead on what people really want. Right. Run it for a couple of weeks and see what you get. So this will give a chance for the other shows, for their listeners to get on there and make their uh, their votes known. It's not a popularity contest, folks. So give legitimate, honest answers. That was what we're really going for here. We already know we're better than everybody else. We don't need you to tell us. It is well, nice it helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, it's nice to know we're appreciated. It only takes six minutes to reveal an iPhone password. You know what? This isn't a concern to me. I, I don't, I'm just going to close it out. I don't, so I yeah, like, okay. However. I mean, like, is, is there anything that has a password that people don't try to hack? You know, anything? No. Did you know? Did you know? I believe it was Wednesday or Thursday. Apple lost $10 billion in four minutes. 
because rumor got out there that Steve Jobs is in the hospital and he their is, stock he is in the hospital. tanked. Tanked. It just went plummeted. In fact, I'll pull it up here. And I, I was talking to this uh, a couple of guys at work that every if everything is tied into Steve Jobs, even though he's technically stepped down, they are bone when he dies. Well, it's gonna you know it's gonna be the same thing when Bill Gates dies. You know, Microsoft stock will plummet. But you know, what, but Bill Gates, I, I don't think is going to have the same kind of effect because he's really not doing a whole lot with with Microsoft, anyways. Let's see if I can find. Here it is. See, plummet. Well, then it popped right back up. It looks like. So, how do quickly things change? Yesterday, I wrote Apple's most valuable company on earth. Today, not so much. This is from uh, ZDNet.com. This is one I, I found. As CNN reported, Apple stock was hovering at about $360 a share. By 139 it took a dive, dropping to 349 The good news is that Apple's sudden dive wasn't either permanent or fatal. The company rebounded, but not all the way. I think it closed at like 350 the other day, 352 um, So what caused the crash? It could be that the lines for the Verizon iPhone are shorter, blah, blah, blah. But the real reason is that um, the, site, the site Stock TikTok is reporting on rumors that Steve Jobs is in the hospital. Although we're giving Jobs a lot of guff over the years, we hope himself is doing fine. On the other hand, he's been rather private about his medical condition in the past. So when it came out that Steve Jobs basically was in the hospital, uh-huh. everything tanked. They're like, oh, screw it. There goes Apple's innovation. <laughs> there goes you know, the genius behind it. We're fucked. The hell with it. So people started ditching their stock left and right. It plummeted. You know, The problem is it only dropped $11 per share or else it would have bought some. $349 well, I got I, I got to tell you a true story. Way back, uh, right when Steve Jobs took over the company, uh, Apple stock was eleven dollars a share, and I begged my father. I know to you told me, yeah, you mentioned this. Begged him. Think about the difference if that had happened. <sighs> Tell you. Do we know what? It, why he's in the hospital? I've never heard. Um. Well, he had. I assume it's cancer. He had pancreatic cancer, so right. he was really sick for a while, and he got over that. But it was the. It was like a rare kind that you can actually get over instead of dying. In I was going to say, I thought pancreatic cancer was pretty much a death sentence. It, it pretty much is, but his was like a rare strain that was actually treatable, and they got rid of it. And apparently, it's only treatable if you're a billionaire. Kind of like Magic Johnson's version of AIDS. Wink. <laughs> there's no cure. So you're saying that there's a cure for rich people? Look, all I know is you're supposed to live ten years max with AIDS. That guy got it like forty years ago. <clears throat> he's still alive, and he's fat. It's because he's Magic Johnson. I- some shitty shit it's, going on here. It's like Chuck Norris. Steve Jobs and the MacGuffin of Apple. We are herd animals after all. Da, 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 da. Manly stuff. The stock market panics are hilarious. Herd instinct at well, its that's best. that's what the stock market is. Yeah, no shit. Look at when Egypt started going nuts. I mean, when they started tearing that place apart, everything plummeted. Yeah. Oil's going to go through the roof. And, and it did a little bit. And this, that, and the other, and speculations. Right. <laughs> All right, it's now 9 o'clock. Let's get to the quickening. All right. Wrap the show up here after the quickening. Here we are, born to be kings. We're the princes of the universe. Greetings, Highlander. You call? Here we go. Now, remember, if you do have a question for the quickening that you'd like me to answer, you can always email me at highlander1g at gmail.com. Here we go. (laughs) Question. When Emperor leaves the room and you're about to do something offensive, where does he go? He goes to the same place we all go, our happy place. 
Some people's happy place is an ice cave with a penguin. <laughs> Others a green meadow on a sunshiny day. Empress Happy Place has a lot of fire and skulls with a throne so large and high that it dominates the entire world upon which everyone on earth bows to him as their ruler. True. I knew it for a second. Question, if you could replace numbers with animals, what animals would you choose? How am I supposed to make something funny out of that? That's one of the worst questions that I've ever been asked. So am I supposed to say, I'd replace the number four with an orangutan? And that's supposed to be hilarious? Do you use your brain before typing? No? Start. Question, why do I feel so alone? Probably because you're completely worthless as a human being. I mean, look at you, all that fat rolling off of you. Probably never met a hot fudge Sunday you didn't order three more of. You're lazy. You got a job that a retarded monkey could perform better than you. And you have no goals in life. Have you considered suicide? I'm guessing no, because you'd probably screw that up also. You'd try to hang yourself and end up a quadriplegic with someone having to wipe your own ass for you for the rest of your life. Well, hey, look on the bright side of that. You wouldn't be alone anymore. Question. What are you going to do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk. I was thinking of donating it to Goodwill, but really, who wants anything from the Black Eyed Peas? Especially after that Super Bowl performance. Ugh. Yeah. Horrible. Disgusting. Question. If you cooked a mermaid, would that be considered meat or fish? <laughs> I think it would either be considered murder, since mermaids are fish people, or since mermaids don't exist, it would be considered retarded. I think a better question to ask, though, would be since mermaids are fish people, do they ever get that not-so-fresh fishy smell, you know, down there? That would be a better question. Question, what would happen if Chuck Norris died? Chuck Norris will never die. In fact, death is so afraid of Chuck Norris, it put Chuck Norris in charge of death, which he performs with several roundhouse kicks. And finally, the last question of the quickening question, if love stinks, then what does hate, what does hate smell like? Hate smells like Emperor's Happy Place. Always, you can email me at, em- at Highlander1G at E... At e- <laughs> Fail! <laughs> look on your face. Trying is the first step Highlander1G at gmail.com, the quickening. Yay. I'll play it again. Trying is the again. first step towards failure. <laughs> look on your face. <laughs> oh, that is All right. Hilarious. I'm not sure we really got enough racism in there, but I'm sure no, we'll find somebody by that. I have, yeah, I, I didn't really get any questions that I really could kind of flip around into a racist bent, so. That's your, that's your job next week, guys. Whoops! <laughs> 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 We've met the quota. There the we very go. basic minimum. Uh, well, someone did send me a question. If, if 4chan could be destroyed, how can would you do it? But if that not possible, explain why. I believe that English is not his first language. Okay. So he gets Fair enough. Then. Okay. He gets, he gets bonus points. then. Uh, I would not destroy 4chan, and uh, 4chan cannot be destroyed because you can't destroy Anonymous. Although I have seen them starting to prosecute Anonymous. They've been uh, uh, pinching a bunch of them all over the world for the uh, WikiLeaks thing. They're nailing them left and right. Well, for every one they stop, there'll be five more that pop up. Right, and they won't get them all, but the no. fact that they're, they're you know, popping it'll any of them like, is amazing. It'll be like the anonymous ulcer, like, like the Spanish ulcer. Barry says, the fork of chan can be destroyed if people just stop talking about it. Well, I mean, if you don't go to it, yeah, I, I mean, guess. it would die. It'd be dying in the vine. So, I, you know, starvation. Send better racism questions. That's only- right. You can always email me at just stop emailing me. <laughs> No, because... No, no, that's not going to happen. 
All right. Well, uh, I think we uh, can wrap it up here. I think we can. So we didn't go too much over. Yeah, I mean, just a couple minutes. Oh, do you, do you, I, you want to talk about this real quick? Uh, yes. Uh, the music dies for once popular Guitar Hero video game. I think from we mentioned CNN. this last week. We we kind of didn't mention because MTV sold it. Right. But uh, here we go. No, the, I thought they laid off 500 people. It's now official. Los Angeles, CNN, the video game Guitar Hero, once believed to help reviving a rock, reviving rock a few years in the, in the hip-hop era, will jam no more. Activision Blizzard announced Wednesday it will cease publishing the game this year. Quote, due to continued declines in the music genre, the company will disband Activision Publishing's Guitar Hero business unit and discontinue development on its Guitar Hero games for 2011. The decision was based on the desire to focus on the greatest opportunities that the company currently has to create the world's best interactive entertainment experience. Blah, 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 blah. Blizzard! Blah, blah. World of Warcraft. So it looks like the music genre of games has come Well, and you know what? And that's not necessarily true. It, it's, it even goes on. As Rockets struggled against rap music, video games like Guitar Hero and Rock Band were credited with creating a new a- appreciation for rock and roll among the millennial generation born in the 1990s who didn't know much about Aerosmith and the rest in the 70s and 80s. Rock band continues to do well. The difference is that you know you they're being a little more innovative. Right. There's a keyboard. There's a drum. There's a guitar. There's you know, fucking uh, trumpets and things. Trumpets and things. Yes. I'm waiting for like you forgot microphone. That's what you were Frank Sinatra version of rock band. Then I'll get that. Like it, it the probably, Rat Pack version. It'd probably come out on Wii because I think only old people play Wii nowadays. More than likely, I don't think anybody plays Wii now that the Connect is out. It's like pff, Wii controller. <laughs> What's that? That's so 2008. <laughs> it's like that. It's, it's like that. Back to the future. Remember Back to the Future Two? You have to yeah. use a. You have to use your hands. Yeah. That's like a baby's toy. <laughs> Where'd you learn to shoot like that? Seven <laughs> Eleven. But he couldn't do that scene again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right, we'll give you three shots. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Where'd you learn to shoot like that? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Well, we that's didn't have our racist comment, but I think that qualifies in another genre. That's nice. Trojan condoms, dick of the week, plates. <laughs> Trojan condoms, dick of the week. <laughs> uh, what a way to end it. Making fun of Parkinson's disease. Oh, sorry. I just have a visual in my head. Try to shoot the damn thing. Take 40. Take 58. Take six. Stunt double. Let's get the stunt hand in here. And that's when you know he's got a stunt double. You know Michael J. Fox could make that shot himself. Uh, Not anymore. Uh, stomach hurts. I'm crying here. All right. All right. Ugh. And so, with that, the post game. Okay, just describe <laughs> what we just learned in the last 30 seconds. What have we learned uh, tonight? Emily? All right. Well, I learned that apparently there's a, a tasting craze out there with these special berries. Miracle fruits. Yes. Uh, well, we just learned that uh, Activision's uh, getting rid of Guitar Hero. Uh, <laughs> uh, learn Michael J. Fox can't make a straight shot. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that. I learned that martyrdom bought me magic gun. I'll probably play there that sometime tomorrow. I learned that uh, kids nowadays are, seem to be more interested in their virtual lives than their real lives. 
I learned that apparently rape culture is alive and well. I just I don't think I was really aware of it. I don't think he's aware of it either. Uh, I learned that apparently some people are blowing way out of proportion of uh, violent videos, Fourth which is nothing new. In specific, nothing that, new. Uh, always people are gonna. I learned that I am friggin' exhausted after all this week. I gotta go shopping and pick up my furniture tomorrow. Well, I, gotta, I have to go all the way out to Akron to Wayside. Why do you have to go out there? Because Wayside furniture's there. Why, they have, why Wayside furniture? They have all wooden stuff. Good. Oh, so you quality, want wooden furniture? I mean, good quality stuff that they sell a lot cheaper than like fish or anything else around here. So, like, three, four bucks cheaper a piece. How much are you gonna throw down for furniture? Uh, I think the couch is like 800 The so The love seat is another 500 The bed's about 1000 I think it's like fifteen hundred for the bed with two dressers and a mirror. So it's like a bedroom set. Yes, and that's for our bedroom and the sofa and the fa- and the uh, love seater for the living room, family room upstairs. Family. And then I'm going to Aaron's furniture and I take Mister Boom tomorrow to take a look at a red love seat and couch that they've got uh-huh. for the basement. We do the red, white, and blue thing in the basement. Okay, and we get a big Indian's fat head to put on the wall. Nice to be angry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, as always, Typefrag Ventral Servers. We at Clank Guard use Typefrag Ventral Servers. You should, too, for all of your gaming needs. And Audible.com, if you like listening to uh, books on CD or streaming books like I do, you can go to Audible.com. I believe you can still get a free book if you uh, <clears throat> sign up today. I want to thank, excuse me, None Left, our show contributor, and IRC Bitch for everything he's done for the show. I've given you so many articles you heard till tonight. And running roughshod over the IRC rats and the Call of the Emperor, who tend to run rampant, well, every week. I want to thank Gnome Wise for posting our a, uh, podcast up there for us when I get it edited and sent to him. I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. Thank you very much. If it wasn't for you, we wouldn't be doing this. And most especially, thank you to everybody who donated for us to get these mic stands and the new cord. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Huge. Uh, the donation drive is over, ladies and gentlemen. Please save your money. Don't send it. <clears throat> Thank you also to Martyrdom for getting me Magicka, which he has now sent me versus Steam. It is now downloaded. I will not get to it tonight because I had planned on collapsing and passing out shortly after this goes off the air, but I promise to take a look at it probably tomorrow at some point. Um, <clears throat> I thank Mr. Mim for keeping the Princess Imperial busy. Because uh, I'm sure she's been running the rampant downstairs. Uh, let's see. I think, uh, <clears throat> join us on Facebook, Emperor's Court. Uh, join us on Twitter, Emperor's Court. I have not been doing a great deal on Twitter or Facebook. Neither have I. So and and I really should. I really should, but I just have <clears throat> I've been too busy. That's the problem. Don't forget, programming notes, February 13th, Alpha Geek Radio is interviewing Wootstock. Uh, what the hell is it? Paul, Paul, Storm. Paul and Storm. Yes. Yes, Paul and Storm. Hilarious guys. Send in your emails to Nomize if you want them uh, read to the dynamic duo and get their uh, answers. I assume he will... Filter that and sift them. And also, don't forget, check out the VTW General Forums. There are three polls in there. Please, anybody you know who listens, like Thess does in Israel, he's got five buddies. All of you, please vote in those. It is very important that we get an idea as to uh, your perceptions on various things. <clears throat> Thank you, Martyrdom, for StarCraft Risk 2. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up as we're in the middle of our post game, Dick. I said, Mariah, <laughs> before we got to this point. StarCraft 2 Risk, I've been playing a great deal of it lately when I've had the opportunity. Turns out I'm still awesome at it like I was in Warcraft 3. The problem is, I get... I Back in the day, I used to switch accounts on Warcraft 3 if I wanted to... Now, is it just Risk, but with StarCraft 2 stuff? I will show you before you leave. Okay. It is awesome! The problem is, I used to change account names on Warcraft 3 because after a while, people realize, oh wait, 
this guy usually wins. Let's gangbang him as the start of the game oh, and knock him out. Okay. So I'd switch account names and then I'll play under a different name. I can't do that anymore. I'm stuck with the one name I've got. So at the start of the game, I mean, they're talking about it in the friggin' uh, chat channel. Oh, if you see Emperor in there, get him first because he does this, that, and the other. I played a week of games and I'm already being targeted, and I hate it. <laughs> That's awesome. It's a fun game, but I need allies. It's supposed to be a free-for-all, but that it is not how it happens. Mm. It's immediately, hey, blue, truce, hey, red, truce, hey, orange, want to go get green? Yeah, let's do that. And then you start getting carved up. Or somebody will truce you and then backstab you right away and start taking your territory. You're fighting in Turkey and you realize, oh, wait a minute, they just came rampaging through Poland. Hilarious. And you're fucked before you realize it. Anyways, so all of that, so much more next week. Don't forget the Empress Court next Saturday. We'll be here. Um, I don't think we'll be in the new location for a little while yet. No, so no, I have to no. finish the basement, and that's going to take a while. Um, also, don't forget all of our wonderful shows that are on the network. <clears throat> Tomorrow is Casually Hardcore, uh, Octane Hornet vs. the World, and whatever else we got running on Sunday. Obviously, check it out for the rest of the podcast and all that. Anything more Highlander that I'm missing that I've not brought up? No, I believe you've covered it all. I believe I have. Unfortunately, the Ohio State Buckeyes went down to defeat tonight. They did? Yes, they lost Wisconsin by two points. Yes, so their undefeated streak is now over as we approach March Madness. But the good news is Orlando Cabrera has been signed by the Indians for one year. Oh, Not whatever. a bad thing. The only positive we've had in Cleveland sports. And opening day is 48 days away. I cannot wait. I can't wait for our mediocrity. Uh, supposedly they say we're going to compete this year. No, I don't I don't no, see it at all, no, especially when we no. trade away Grady Sizemore this year, because yes. I know that's what's going to happen. Right. And since you shoot, he's only today. Yeah. He's only got one year left in arbitration. The point being, though, it's baseball. And with baseball comes summer, but for me, baseball is life. So I, even yes. if the Indians suck, I'm still going to follow it. Just like you follow the Cavs, even though they belong. So yeah. Like, although if the Indians win twice in a row, I probably won't follow them. <laughs> but hey, fantasy baseball is right around the corner. I will have to start the 1G fantasy baseball. Oh, man. Right after, yeah, just start that up again. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Stay classy, Internet. So long, everybody. That's all we got. One goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. Don't worry, nobody's listening anyway.